a special presentation from Eagle 107 Sports. Eagle 107 presents the PIAA Class 4A State Baseball Championship. The Sealands Grove Seals and the Beaver Bobcats. This special broadcast of Seals Baseball is sponsored by TC Sports, Isabella, Bella's Pizza, Rocco's Pizza, Murray Motors Chevrolet, Susquehanna Valley Limousine, Island, DQ, Carpetman, Sealands Grove VFW, Earth Energy Innovations, Bridget Gavison, Bowen Agency Realtors, Aubrey Alexander Toyota, Glicks, Tony's Custom Tailor Shop, Fisher's Boston Pierogies, Bodmer Family Foot Care, Bowen Agency Realtors, Blaze Alexander Ford, Applebee's, Amy Buner, Bowen Agency Realtors, Rita's Italian Ice, and Slavinsky Law Offices. Now from Medler Field at Lubrano Park in State College, here's Kevin Herr and Ray Moyer. As you travel up and down the strip, there are signs at just about every business talking about this very moment here in the Susquehanna Valley that's now moved to central Pennsylvania. It's an appearance by the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team in the PIAA Class 4A state championship game against the Bobcats of Beaver. The Beaver Bobcats coming in at 17-8 and eight overall. The Seals, an impressive 19-5, and five, going further than any Seals team in history. And a guy who's pitched a few games here in State College, but not necessarily on this particular field, but may try out for the Spikes <laughs> after this game if that possibility is still there because it's a really nice place to play. Ray Moyer joining me on the broadcast. Ray, uh, again, uh, to say that this is a big moment in these kids' lives is probably the understatement of their senior, or, or excuse me, not necessarily of their senior years, but of their high school years. Oh, put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play. This is <laughs> this is an amazing opportunity for both teams, and, and win or lose, both teams are going to come out of this with a lifelong memory of just, hey, remember when we played at Penn State and, and what a great day that was. And, you know, hopefully the, the home team is the team that's going to come out on top of this. But either way, it's just been an incredible run for the Seals. And and uh, in baseball, Kevin, you know, you just don't know. You can hit line drives to people. You can hit bloops over people's heads. So there's so many variables in this game that it's just an exciting thing to watch. Well, there's an old adding, uh, adage in baseball that good pitching takes care of good hitting, and we'll find out tonight because this is a good-hitting Bobcats team averaging 331 on the season with 12 homers, 58 stolen bases, and 174 runs collectively by these uh, by these players. Sealands Grove's pitching, though, has been outstanding. A lot of the starters under 1.5 and an ERA, and they have been in some close games all season long. They have not blown any teams out. They've only had four games this season, larger than five-run wins, so they've been in some battles, and pitching has been the key. Oh, yeah, the Seals. Blaze Zider today is, is an outstanding pitcher. Blaze uh, he knows the game. He knows he's going to have to hit the corners today. He's going to have to be inside, outside, up, down, and and keep these guys from getting a groove. Because I talked to Coach Jim Messner yesterday, and he said that this is the best hitting team they face. So let's hope that uh, Blaze is on today and he can he can keep everybody off balance. Well, here at Medler Field, where the Penn State Nittany Lions play baseball, the State College Spikes has a capacity of 5,406. We'll be a little under that for this particular game. Completed in 2006, 320 down the right field line in the power alley to right, 375, 399 straightaway 
Center. 410 to the Nook out by the Flags. And then you go to uh, the power alley, uh, left uh, left field, and the power alley is about 378, 325 down the left field line. If you're a Pirates fan, you probably think that that sounds pretty familiar. It should, because those are basically the numbers in Pittsburgh at PNC Park. And also, uh, you'll notice that the uh, when you come out here that the, fee, uh, the fence is not quite as high as in Pittsburgh. It is 18.55 in height that is significant because of the university being 1855 in origination so that's some of the stats here at medler field if you want to find out how the sealants grove seals match up with the beaver bobcats then we have to talk to coach brett Piler, and we'll do that when we return this is the piaa class quad a state baseball championship on eagle 107 aubrey alexander toyota is having a hail sale these storms caused moderate to light damage to a number of vehicles so i'm authorizing this event for you so stop in and save on every vehicle on our lot and no reasonable offer will be refused. Every unit is 100% fixable. Before we do that, I'm offering these units to you so you can save even more. So stop in today at Aubrey Alexander Toyota. It's a hail sale. And remember, tell them Johnny saying. It's Blaze Alexander Ford's Hot Summer Sale. It's the biggest sale we've done in our 10-year history. Stop in and get discounts up to $16,000 on new F-150 trucks. That's 25%. Get into a brand new Ford Escape for as low as $17,900. We've got over 150 pre-owned starting at just $87 a month. Plus, we're giving away over $10,000 worth of prizes with our grand prize drawing on June 22nd with no purchase necessary. Get the most for your trade and the lowest interest rates at Blaze Alexander Ford's hot summer sale, the lowest price guaranteed. This is Amy Buner with Bowen Agency Realtors. There are a few times that we cross the lines when it comes to the rivalries in the Valley, but today we all stand in support of the Seals. As the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team plays their way to the championship, we have heard their personal stories and we share the pride of our Valley heroes. I think it's safe to say, at the very least, we can surely expect these boys' very best. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Sealands Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. You love Sports, right? Well, at Tri-County Sports, they know you do, so they have what you need no matter the sport or season. Check out the selection of LB bats made right there on site, the area's only wooden bat manufacturer. They also specialize in embroidery, screen, and garment printing, window decals, and banners. There's a nice selection of apparel, including customized t-shirts they'll make to order. Visit TCSSportsStore.com and Facebook for more about all they can do for you. Tri-County Sports, Route 11 outside Northumberland. Remember, they really mean it when they say, we get you noticed. Welcome back to State College. Kevin Hur with Coach Brent Byler. Coach, when you look at this team, this is a fairly young team as far as overall. Only about four seniors on this team. You have a lot of young guys that are seeing a lot of playing time in probably one of the biggest games of their career. What's the mindset like and what do you need to do to 
to keep them focused in this game and not look at how big the game is. Well, it certainly is one of the uh, the most biggest games that they're going to be in in their lifetime. That's certainly something that we just discussed yesterday um, in the locker room. You know, this is a big game, and, and but, but these guys have been in a lot of big games. Uh, yeah, the, the first state playoff win was actually the, the furthest that Seals Grove has ever gone in school history. So by getting that win under our belts, uh, that already has said a lot for these guys and, and, and saying, you know what, we can handle the pressure. And then they went ahead and, and beat Springfield then the second round of states and then uh, Hamburg the third round in the semifinals. And, and uh, they've been some close games. So uh, and, and put a freshman on the mound as a closer uh, in a crucial moment there yesterday or in the semifinals. And uh, it doesn't seem to bother him. I mean, he, he wants the ball. And um, uh, we're going to start a senior, though, on the mound. But I certainly have my closer, Ryan Reich, uh, coming in there at the end of the game if you need to. Yeah, and you have a couple of freshmen that you can bring in in this situation, too. And, and again, that's a, a luxury item because they're going to be here another three more years yet. Oh, I know. It's fantastic. Uh, we'll be starting Danny Schock at first base tomorrow. Uh, he's a freshman. Uh, Teague Hoover's been our shortstop all year long. He's our number three batter freshman. Uh, Average-wise. He's been our most solid hitter. Uh, Ryan Reich, uh, he's not going to be in the field to start, but he's the guy that's been closing out the games for us. So you got three freshmen right there. You got Nate Schoen, uh, third base. Uh, he's a sophomore. And you got Ryan Alm, he's a sophomore in left field. So, yeah, we were very, very young. When you look at the season and the way things have played, you've only played a handful, I think maybe five games or even less that have been more than five runs. So you've been in some tight games all year long. And, again, it's been the pitching that's really kind of led things along the way, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do not have a hugely potent offense. I feel like we execute well uh, you know, with the running the plays and the stealing the bases and, and getting the bunts down when we need to. You know, execution has been critical for us, but, but as far as our pitching, our pitching has definitely kept kept us in every single game. Uh, even the games that we lost, our pitching's always been right there. Uh, Blaze Ziders, Logan Heil, the two seniors, uh, I think Heil's down to under .8 ERA for the season. He's like a point two on the on the postseason. Uh, Blaze is 8-0 on the season. Uh, his ERA is under two as well. And it's just those two guys have just been dynamite all year long. And I, and I just feel like, you know, I just told my coaching staff, uh, you know, good pitching beats good hitting. So, you know, hopefully that'll that'll work out tomorrow. And, you know, that's a, per- that's a perfect lead-in to what I was just about to ask you. When you look at this Beaver team, they are an outstanding hitting team. They score a lot of runs. As a matter of fact, I think seven runs is the least they've scored in the tournament so far uh, just the other day uh, in the Western Final. I mean, there's hitters up and down, and you're going to need that good pitching to beat the good hitting, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I'm hoping, uh, you know, Blaze brings his best stuff. He, he's certainly been consistent all year long. Uh, so I have a lot of confidence in him. So, uh, yeah, Beavers' offense is something to be reckoned with. So hopefully we can tame their hitters. You know, in, in Major League Baseball and the minors, you get hit zones, and you have an ID, and you get a scouting report on players, and you can call pitches and have guys call pitches. Do you have a scouting report on these guys to know what their strengths and weaknesses are? Well, I think in high, high school ball, there's a lot of uh, tendencies. You know, the top of the order, you got your power hitters there, your three, four, and five hitters. Uh, typically not as strong at the bottom. Sometimes uh, some coaches like to tuck a, a pretty 
potent nine-hole hitter down there. So you have to look out for those guys. You know, we don't have the luxury of the MLB of all the spray charts and things like that. And Beavers coming from the West, so we really don't have a lot of information other than the numbers that we see. Uh, we get a couple friends that call in and, and get some information on a couple of the hitters. Uh, but as far as calling pitches, we let our catcher Wyatt Mesker pretty much call call the whole game. Uh, I've always been a coach that has typically done that. Uh, every now and then, we'll send a pitch in that we feel that that maybe we, we could use to get get the batter out. But the Wyatt does an outstanding job, and the pitcher's throw to his glove. Uh, it, it's it's really been working, and I think the biggest part of that is I feel pitchers need to throw with conviction. They need to believe in what they're throwing. And so we even allow pitchers to, to shake them off, you know. And, and uh, I think, it, well, it's obviously been working. Uh, you can't always do that with every single pitcher. You know, maybe a young pitcher. But but even Ryan Reich now, the freshman there, our closer, he uh, uh, we let him pretty much call his own game at that point. And you've had a team here that has been really lighthearted this year. And nothing's really changed through this run. They haven't seemed to be tight at all. I mean, you know, looking at them yesterday at practice, they were really, again, moving or moving around. Nobody seemed to be thinking about anything. And you mentioned uh, in a couple of interviews the last few days about how much fun that these kids have. Talk about that as, as they get ready for this big game. Well, the kids call it fun. The coaching staff <laughs> will call us driving us crazy. Uh, There's a fine line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is. Because uh, as fun as they are, sometimes we, we really want to get down to business. And, and sometimes it's, it's tough to get them to refocus. But but it seems like, boy, when it, when it comes down to making the plays and, and doing things right, they, they certainly know how to put it together. Uh, yes, they are a light-hearted bunch. And, and I've kept practices here in the postseason pretty pretty light as well. Uh, these, this is a group of guys that have never had attendance problems. They've, they've, they've come to every single practice. Uh, some of these guys are three-sport athletes. They've been coming to every practice since since uh, September or August even. even you know, So uh, for now, we just kind of fine-tune our skills. You know, I, I tell them to quote the haze in the barn. They don't know what that means always the first time around, but I think they're starting to get it. <laughs> if it's any consolation, I know. Oh, good. Excellent. Fantastic. Hey, listen, appreciate the time. Good luck today. Thanks again. Awesome. Thank you. You're listening to Sealands Grove Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Do you have to wait several weeks or a few months for an appointment with a podiatrist? That's not the case at Bodmer Family Foot Care in downtown Sealands Grove. We can schedule you within a few days or just a couple of weeks. If you have pain due to an ingrown toenail, plantar's wart, calluses, corns, or other problems such as difficulty trimming your toenails or heel pain, I can help. I'm Dr. David Bodmer, and I've been providing quality, compassionate care of the foot and ankle for over 20 years. Our office has off-street parking and is easily accessible to everyone. We offer a warm and friendly experience. Call us at 570-213-4200 or find us online. We promise you'll never be just a number to us. Hi, I'm Larry Johnson, president of the Bowen Agency Realtors. I really appreciate the feedback we get from our clients. I'm always humbled by how positive it is. Our Facebook and website are full of comments such as, my agent has been an absolute joy to work with. She is professional, yet made us feel like we've known her for a lifetime. And and as first-time homeowners, the Bowen Agency made the process painless, fun, and exciting. This makes all of us at the Bowen Agency Realtors feel great and even more committed to remaining your number one rated real estate agency in the Valley. If you need to buy, sell, or rent, or you're just browsing, check out BowenAgency.com. Or better yet, stop by and see us at Seals Grove, Lewisburg, or Sunbury. we found our perfect place. We'll help you find yours. Bella's Pizzeria, Rocco's Pizzeria, and Isabella's Fine Dining Sealands Grove congratulate the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team. The Napoli family wants to welcome your family to any of their fine restaurants in the Valley. Authentic Italian cuisine homemade for each customer who passes through their doors. Please visit them, and as always, Go Seals!
This year, wherever your trip plans are, Susquehanna Valley Limousine wants to take you there. Without the traffic stress, parking, or worrying about the drive home, you could savor a wine and brew tour, rock out as you head to a concert, or tailgate in style as you go to a sporting event. Susquehanna Valley Limousine's fleet of air-conditioned vehicles gets you there in comfort and style. Call about summer packages and special pricing. Call 570-473-8833. Part of the fun is getting there with Susquehanna Valley Limousine Northumberland. SBLimo.com. 570-473-8833. Dashing. Debonair. Elegant, classically handsome. That is what you will look like and feel like when you choose your event attire from Tony's Custom Tailor Shop. The best names are there. Pierre Cardin, Echo Unlimited, Oscar de la Renta, Perry Ellis, After Six, Christian Dior, Yves Saint Laurent, and more. Add in Tony's signature brand of customer service and attention to detail and you have the best kind of prom talks or suit experience ever. Tony's Custom Tailor Shop, 413 Market Street in Sunbury. And on Facebook too, call 570-286-4150. at Medler Field in Lebrano Park. Kevin Hur along with Ray Moyer getting ready for the PIAA Class 4A state championship game between the Beaver Bobcats at 17 and 8 out of the West and the Beast of the East, the Sealands Grove Seals at 19 and 5. The Bobcats will have the first at bat tonight, averaging 331 as a team. Harrison Pontoli will be the shortstop leading off. He's a senior, averaging 411. Jack Janssens will be the starting pitcher, 7-0 on the season, hitting 388. He's a senior. He'll be in the number two slot. The number three will be Vince Mastrangelo, and Mastrangelo's the hitter on this team. 375 is his average. He leads the team in home runs with four, also leads the team in extra base hits with 11 doubles. He has struck out a team high 21 times. Alec Bird is the DH. Berg is the senior, at hitting at 296 on the year. Zach Hansen, the left fielder, is a senior, hitting 368 and leading the team in RBIs with 25. Mason Rose is the first baseman. He's a senior at 208. Batting in the number seven spot will be Michael Champ, 375 hitter in right field. He's a senior. The number eight, Dominic Petrello, a 333 hitter. Third baseman is a senior, and the number nine is Braden Hansen. He's the second baseman. He's a sophomore hitting at 373. You can hear a nice crowd here from Sealands Grove as the Seals get introduced. Leading off for the Seals this afternoon will be Josh Nyland, the center fielder. The junior hitting at 273 on the season. The number two slot is sophomore Nate Schoen, the third baseman, hitting 091, tied for the team lead in stolen bases. Teague Hoover is the third hitter on this uh, lineup this afternoon. The freshman shortstop lead a team high, 351 batting average, also tied with Schoen for stolen bases. Blaze Ziders will be the right-handed pitcher on the mound. The senior batting 284 on the year will be in the four slot. The number five hitter will be Wyatt Metzger. Metzger leads the team in RBIs with 15 and tied for the team lead in walks for the season. A 262 hitter. He's a junior and a catcher. Wyatt Ahmed is the left fielder. Ahmed 277 hitter on the season. Seven hitter will be the DH. Ryan Reed. He'll be DHing for shot the first baseman. Reed a senior hitting 273 on the year. Evan Holt, the right fielder, is a junior hitting 213 with a couple of extra base hits on the year. And the number nine will be Ben Heim, the junior second baseman, hitting 276 on the season. The Seals 271 average 
Uh, they have uh, 84 RBIs as a team, 20 stolen bases, and nine home runs. Let's pause now for the singing of our national anthem here at Mettler Field. That's our national anthem as we get ready to start here from 657 teams overall. The final 12 here in the the PIAA state championships and the final two here in the 4A championship game. Our umpires will be David Brzezinski, Christopher Bonifed, Kenneth Murphy, and Harry Kasky. That's the blue team for this afternoon. All right, Ray. The interviews are done, the discussions are done, the planning is done. How do you get rid of the butterflies and get ready to play? Well, you start with with Blaze, and Blaze has to throw strikes. I mean, uh, adrenaline can be your best friend. It can be your worst enemy as a pitcher. Um, You know, the adrenaline adds miles miles per hour to your pitch, but it also can cause you to throw all over the place. So, I mean, Blaze is a a three-sport athlete. He's been in in pressure situations before, and I, I think he'll handle it pretty well. But, again, the key for Blaze is he's got to hit his spots. He comes in at 45 innings pitched, 8-0 on the season. As a matter of fact, his counterpart, Jansen's on the other side, the senior for the Bobcats, 7-0. So a pair of undefeated pitchers coming in. He's, uh, Zeiners has given up 34 hits, 20 runs, struck out 40, walked 25, has an ERA of 1.33, and does have a complete game on the year. He'll be backed up at first base by Shock. It will be Heim at the... Uh, second base spot. Hoover will be the third baseman. Schoen will be at third. In left, it'll be Amit Nyland straightaway center. And Hoke in right. Metzger will be the catcher. That's how they'll line up defensively here with the Seals, the home team in red and white pants taking on the maroon, silver, and white of the Beaver Bobcats. And let's hope on flag day that the team wearing the red, white, and blue, uh, you know, gets a little boost, nice. boost from that day. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a beautiful day. The flags are flying out. Wind's going out to uh, right center today, which may or may not be a factor. This is a, a big park, like you mentioned earlier. It's the same dimensions as PNC. So 
but there's a lot of lot of outfield to cover, and and both teams will have to be uh, worried about balls getting in gaps and people getting extra bases on them. Well, you've got that nook there at 4:13 out in left center field, and that is like way deep in the corner, and that ball hits in the corner of the wrong spot, and it will just die there, and it could be an inside the parker in a hurry. Yeah, it's it's long enough that somebody with a little bit of speed could get around the bases and and do that. So Zider is ready as the team breaks the huddle from the mound. Harrison Portoli, the shortstop, the senior leading off, hitting 4-11 on the season. For, uh, 17 walks, leads the team in walks, struck out eight times, does have a triple on the year, and one home run for the left-hander. Shown even with the bag. we got a lefty here lead off, probably has good wheels, so expecting a bunt right away. First pitch in there for a high strike. Yeah, let's hope the ump has that big strike zone today. That seemed a little bit high from up here, but you know, he's the one making the calls. Well, stay consistent with it. That's the big thing. And there's one inside for a ball about the same level. One and one now to Patelli. And that one a little further inside makes him lean back. So Bontelli now with a head in the count, two and one. Nothing wrong with an inside pitch there. Keep the guys from digging in a little bit. Come back with a strike here. Next pitch from Ziders. Fouled off. Out of play down the left field side. And that one may end up in the parking lot. Souvenir ball. Speaking of souvenir balls, they're going to have a long way to get it. But the uh, Sealands Grove Little League now in the bleachers in right field. And they are the deepest part of the ballpark right now to get a souvenir ball. That one hits the dirt inside and will be ball three. Goes full now for Ziders to Harrison Portoli. Yeah, Ziders with a curve there and he uh, just dug it into dirt. Not a bad place to miss if you're going to miss with your curve ball. I was going to say, if you're going to miss, he's not going to do anything with that ball down there. Here comes the 3-2 pitch. High, and that will draw the walk. That'll be walk number 18. You can see why Pontelli Pontelli leads the team in walks. Also one you have to watch. He's stolen nine so far this year. That'll bring the pitcher, Jack Jansen, to the mound, the 388 hitter. Yeah, showing it way in on the grass on third, expecting a bunt here. You know, it could be a fake bunt steal, trying to get that runner into scoring position to start the game. Jansen's the right-hander now as... Bontoli takes the lead off first. From the stretch. Kind of looks like he was going to bunt, and then the inside pitch made him back off quite a bit and duck down for a ball. Yeah, that adrenaline's got a hold of Blaze right now. He's, he's throwing everything high. He needs to settle it down a little bit, come back down into the zone. Trying to overthrow it maybe a little bit? I, the adrenaline can do that to you, Kevin. <laughs> Again, here comes the pitch. That one a little bit lower. Snap throw to first in time. Good throw, and Pontoli has to dive back to the back of the bag as Shock puts the glove down and get the, gets there just before the ball. Yeah, Metzger has a cannon back there, and he just showed it, showed everybody, hey, if you wanna you wanna get off the base, you better be paying attention. Don't get too comfy. All dirt infield and grass all over here in State College, and there's the bunt found back out of play into the screen. That'll bring up a 2-1 count runner on first. Still nobody out here in the top of the first inning. No score. Jansen's the senior pitcher. Has 31 hits on the season. That leads the team. Only one extra base hit beside and uh, no home runs on the year. Again, the lead by Pontoli. Not quite as far as it used to be. There's a bunt popped, popped up. up. 
And this one's going to have to be chased down by Metzger. Makes a dive, but can't quite hang on to it. That was a great effort by the catcher, Metzger. He darn there got to that one. It was just off the glove. Yeah, Wyatt Salt right off the bat, and he did everything he could to get there, just a little bit out of his reach, but a really, really good effort by Wyatt. He got a good 2-2 pitch right now uh, coming up from Ziders with a runner on first. Yeah, Blaze needs to make a good pitch, hit a corner here. Important part of the early here in this game. Again, one of the keys, I think, for Seals Grove is you got to keep this game very, very close with this potent Bobcat offense. Here's the throw to first. Got him going. Got him picked off. Throw it over to second. Heim can't quite hang on to it. It'll be a stolen base. Actually, they'll drop that one probably as an error yeah, that'll on be, the grab. That'll be an error on the, on the throw, I think. Um, yeah, Blaze Blaze got him caught, and, and Danny Shock at first stepped and just threw it a little wide of uh, of um, Hoover there, and look fortunate that he only got one base out of it. So now Blaze really has to buckle down here with a runner in scoring position. Actually, the official score is going to be a stolen base. Okay. So Ziders now with a runner on second, 2-2, down to the first base side. Can't hang on, get to it. His shot goes into right field. Coming up with it is Hoke. Hoke will let the runner come to the mound. He'll get it into the infield, or come to the plate, rather. And that will score Pontelli from second. Yeah, Pontelli's got good wheels. He he knew it was a base hit all the way. He came in and scored easily. One run on one hit. Pontelli scoring the run and getting the stolen base there in that sequence. Before the RBI by Jansen's gives himself a one nothing lead, and I believe we're going to have a pinch runner, a courtesy runner. Courtesy runner, yeah. Jansen did a, a very good job of going with the pitch and had a pitch outside. Blaze actually threw a good pitch, and uh, Jansen just went with it and put it in the gap between first and second. So Jansen's will come out now, and Zorich will come in to run, and that will bring Vince Manstrangelo to the plate. The right-hander hitting 375 on the year leads the team in extra base hits and in home runs with four. I don't think you're going to see him bunt. <laughs> I got a funny feeling you're right on that one. Siders with the stretch swing and a miss on the good fastball. First swinging strike of the ball game. That one looked like a much better pitch. Looked like that time Ziders was a little bit more under control. Here it comes again with the second one. Just a bit off the plate. Metzger frames that one a little bit but does not get the call. I think that might have been a curve. It's definitely an off-speed pitch. And, and he put it in a good spot. It was just outside. Runner on first is Zorich with one run across here in the top of the first. Ziders coming to the plate on the outside corner for a called strike. Yeah, that's where he needs to live. He needs to live on that outside corner low at the knees. That was an excellent pitch. Throws Manstrangelo there on that one. One ball, two strikes. Runner on first and a one nothing top of the first. Here comes the pitch. Swung on, down to straightaway center. Nyland has a beat on it. Goes. He's got a shot at the runner at first. Tries to get it in. And the throw just a little bit too late. Can't quite get it to shock on the deep center field stance that he had almost i'd say probably about 275 out there that was going to be a pretty good throw but man did uh, zorich go far off the base that time yeah messangelo just missed that it, it looked like a pretty good pitch and he, he got it right out to nylon and nylon just just a little bit off maybe a chance for the double play there but now blaze has settled down he's got an out let's see if what he can do with the next guy here one down, runner on first with Alec Berg, the DH, the senior batting 296 on the season, has a triple, and the only triple, uh, actually one of the only triples on this team. Ziders now checks the runner, 
comes to the set. Outside corner, freezes him for a called strike. Thought about swinging, but that ball was already by him by the time he was ready to do it. And that's the spot. Blaze looks like he's starting to settle in a little bit and, and hitting that outside low corner. All in one to count. Again, checks the runner, comes to the plate. Swung on, hit down the right field line, chasing it now as Hoke, but that's going to be out of play into the bullpen. That will be strike number two. So 0-2, one out, runner on first, one run on one hit so far for Beaver. Alec Berg to the plate to the DH. Maybe a, maybe a curve in the dirt here. Let's see if we can get him to fish for one. Yeah, he can waste one right here. Here it comes, and it is a ground ball popped. That takes a high bounce, picked up by Hoover. Hoover over to first for one. They'll try and get the runner coming to third, and can't, Sean can't quite hang on to it. So a heads-up base running from Zorich will get himself to third base with two outs after the ground out to the shortstop. Yeah, it was in between short and third, and Hoover charged in, made a great throw over to Shock at first, but... Uh, uh, the, give the credit to the base runner, the Jordich. He, uh, he never stopped. He kept flying, and he beat Schoen to the bag over to third. Well, that's why you have him running right now yeah. as a courtesy runner. So he's sitting now 90 feet away with two outs and a one nothing lead for Beaver. To the plate now, Zach Hansen, the left fielder. The senior with a neon yellow bat. Takes one inside for a ball, and boy, I'll tell you what, Metzger wanted that one. <laughs> he held that one for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it looked a little, it looked a little high from here, but checks the runner at third, coming to the plate, and that one is given to him for a called strike. One and one, two outs. With Zorich, the pinch runner at third, first inning, and it's it's a big batter in the game here. Just hold him to one run here in this first inning. Here comes the 1-1 pitch, now goes high, 2-1. Now Ziders is going to have to wipe uh, wipe his hand down a little bit. Might have gotten away from him just a little. He'll quickly set, look to third, come to the plate. Right down the pipe for a called strike. Not sure what Hanson was looking for there. Yeah, that, that ball was drivable. That was right down the middle of the plate. I'm glad he was looking. He was looking for something different maybe. I don't know, but that would look pretty sweet. Deuce is wild now. Here's the pitch. In there for a called strike three. Got him on the inside corner looking. Great pitch by Ziders. One run, one hit, and one left on after the first half of inning. It is Beaver 1, Sealands Grove coming up to bat. This is the PIAA Class 4A State Baseball Championship on Eagle 107. Great day for baseball. And it's perfect for new chicken and waffles. Just $6.99 at DQ Grill and Chill. Seals Baseball, Sealands Grove. That's right. Dairy Queen, Roots 1115, Sealands Grove. Anyway, grass is green, sunny day. How about a blizzard? Huh? Hey, chocolate lovers, hey, peanut butter lovers, try the new Reese's Peanut Butter and Chocolate Lovers Blizzard this month at DQ. Hey, the game? Before the game or after the game, Dairy Queen on the Strip Sealands Crew. The fans? Oh, right. Dairy Queen, it's not just fast food, it's fan food. Boy. You're selling the perfect home, but why is no one making an offer? The price is right. It's staged. There's nothing that needs to be done. But just like the Seals Grove Seals baseball team, you need great coaching and plenty of, well, 
teamwork to sell that home. That's where I come in. This is Bridget Gavison, and I will help you answer all the questions you have. Contact me, Bridget, at the Bowen Agency. The sooner you call, the sooner your home becomes someone else's place to call home. When you're ready, I'm ready. All of us at Bowen Agency want to congratulate the Seals Grove Seals baseball team. Let's go Seals! Most of the time in life, your side is winning, but sometimes life throws you a curveball. That's when you call on your teammates at Slovinsky Law Offices in Seals Grove. They can give you expert advice and explain your legal options. For over 40 years, they've successfully represented Presented individuals with family law, DUI, estate planning, and more. They care what happens to you. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575, or on the web at slivlaw.com. Good luck, Seals, from Slavinsky Law Offices. One run on the board for the Beaver Bobcats. Seals coming to the plate now with Josh Nyland, the center fielder, hitting 273 on the season. Jansen's at the mound. We'll get the first pitch ready in there, and that will be on the outside corner for a called strike. Yeah, good pitch to start the game from He painted the corner on the outside. Good first pitch. Jansen's with an ERA of 179 on the year. That one fouled, coming back to the screen, and Manstrangelo cannot get to that one. Manstrangelo is the catcher. At first, it'll be Rose at the uh, Braden Hansen at the second base spot. Pontelli will be the shortstop. Petrello will be the third baseman. Zach Hansen, the left fielder. Bay in center. Champ in right. That's how they line up defensively. 0-2 on the first batter. Nyland in a 1-0 game here in the bottom of the first. And that one chases Manstrangelo out of his catcher's box to get that one. Yeah, More ball. Curveball down low. and a good, good pitch. Again, 0-2. That's a good spot for that pitch. One ball, two strikes from the windup. Jansen's now brings and delivers. A little bit high for a ball. That will cause a couple of groans from the Beaver fans to our left. <laughs> it, 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 it looked up. It was up a little bit. 2-2 two, two the count. Nobody out. That one swung on and a shot to left field. Hansen's got a beat on it in left and makes the play for the out. Yeah, Nylon hit that one well. Unfortunately, he just hit it to the the left fielder. But uh, he put put good wood on the ball there, even though it's an aluminum bat. We'll still call it good wood. (laughs) Um, Simulated wood. Yeah, simulated wood. But, yeah, a good drive. That'll bring up Nate Schoen, the sophomore third baseman, hitting 091 on the season. Got a little bit late. Actually, they're going to list him at Ona. Actually, like 317. I'm going to correct that. They have him now at 317. That was a statistical error. And that one high for a strike, but that's that one that's right on the border of letter high. Yeah, the the ump uh, gave those to Zyders in the top of the first, and now he's getting them here for the bottom. And that one freezes shown a little bit and the umpire might have gotten froze a little bit too and yeah. that's one and one a little bit of a hanging <laughs> curve just inside show now resets and jansen's now with a pitch swing on swung on and missed on the outside pitch that'll be one ball two strikes here on shown jansen's put a, a good pitch right on the outside corner a little high which is i think shown is a high ball hitter so he just missed that one Bobcats leading it one to nothing here in the bottom of the first inning. Seals looking for their first base runner. Here comes the pitch. And that one 
Almost swung on by Schoen. They'll hold it, and it's called a ball. Another hanging curveball just just above the uh, up at the shoulders for a ball. 2-2 two, two now the count. One out here in the bottom of the first. That one fouled off and over the screen and becomes a souvenir just to our right. A little nervous on that one, Kevin. That was pretty close. No, you're on the right-hand side. I'm okay. <laughs> if that was a little further left, then, then I might have gotten a little nervous. Cal remains 2-2 with one out. Jansen's 8-0 and on the season, and a called time by the home plate umpire. Looked like Schoen decided that was too long. He decided to back out. He'll reset now, and here comes the pitch. A little high again for a ball. That goes 3-2 now. Schoen working the count. Jensen's not having a hard time snapping his curveball so far. It's uh, it's just hanging up there. Well, if that hangs uh, about another inch lower, though, yeah. they find that one in a different location. Here comes the pitch outside. Called strike three. Schoen was on his way down to first. Got the outside corner call for the first strikeout of the game for Jansen. Yeah, a good pitch by Jansen's. He, he looked a little bit outside, but it doesn't matter what we think. It's what Blue calls, and uh, good good pitch, and shown to let it go by. Teague Hoover, the shortstop. Freshman batting 351 on the, te- on the uh, season. Team leader in average. Two outs now as Hoover comes to the plate. Jansen's with the delivery, swung on, and over the second baseman's head into right field. He's going to have the first base hit for the Seals of the afternoon. It's hard to believe this kid's a freshman. He's just so <laughs> smooth. Uh, fastball in the outside corner, he just went with it, you know, just just looped it over the second baseman's head like he's been doing it all his, all his life. Jansen just stood there and watched it go. He didn't even try to leap for it. He knew there was no chance. Ziders, the pitcher on the mount, uh, on the plate at the plate right now, the right-hander with a runner on first and two out. Now the quick snap throw to first and back easily is Hoover. Now Hoover has good wheels, so he's he's got to be watched. He might try to get into scoring position here. He's tied on the team lead for stolen bases. Jansen now that one in the left field down the line. It's going to be a base hit. It hits the line and rolls to the warning track now off the wall. Rounding second into third. Now coming home is Hoover. Hoover, here comes the throw. He is safe at the plate. No throw. They held it up at third base and with the double to the left field line. Blaze Ziders puts, puts the seals on the board and ties it at one with two outs here in the bottom of the first. Great hitting by Blaze. The ball in the outside corner. He went with it, roped it down the left field line. Hoover never hesitated. Coach Byler sent him in, tied up at one. Metzger down to the plate. And a brand-new ball game already here. 1-1 midway through the first, and actually in the bottom of the first now with a runner on second. Ziders with the double. That is his sixth extra base hit of the season. Gansons now checks the runner at second. Shortstop comes over to cover, and then timeout. As Ziders has been on fire in the playoffs, and it's, it's just continuing here. Big clutch hit with two outs. Metzger leads the team in RBIs as he fouls that one off over the fence or over the uh, roof here. Again, out into the parking lot. And, and another hanging curveball by Jensen's, and, and Wyatt just missed it. Well, Jensen's did not take any time at all. When that ball was in play, he was firing that ball to the, pl- to the plate. Metzger leading the team in RBIs with 15, now looking at an 0-1 count with two outs and a runner on second. Here comes the windup, 
And the pitch, actually from the stretch, swung on and missed. That'll be strike two. Another off speed. That time the curveball got a little bit lower. I don't know if, if that was a changeup or, or a curve, but it was definitely off speed. Yeah. And why it was just a little bit out in front of it. He was thinking fastball and yep. did not get it. Nope. 0-2 now with two outs, runner on second. Metzger at the plate as Jansen's now gets the sign and goes to set. Here comes the pitch. Outside and down just a little bit. Yeah, curveball outside, low in the dirt. Good job by the catcher to keep it in front of him. Um, good good spot for a no 2 pitch. Metzger twitched a little bit on that one for a moment. I'll bring it down to one and two. Metzger at the plate. And again, at second, they're watching Ziders. Now the shortstop will go back to the regular position for the pitch. And that one dribbled off the, off the plate foul as Monster Tangelo will hop on it. And... That will bring back Metzger to the plate with now a one-two count. Another curveball by Janssen's, and uh, Metzger just got it off the end of the bat and uh, just, just rolled it foul. So good good fight off by Wyatt. Hopefully he can get another pitch here and uh, get the Seals a lead. Signers on second now with two outs. 1-1 one, one the score. Seals Grove getting a couple of big hits, including the Metzger double now, to give the Seals the even 1-1 one, one score. 1-2 pitch now to Metzger. And that one is called a ball. So now he fights back to 2-2 after being down 0-2. And another good pitch by Jansen. Curveball in the dirt just missed. Uh, good, good discipline by Metzger to leave that one go. Once again, two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here in the bottom of the first, all tied at one. Jansen's to the plate. That one, ball three. Fastball outside corner, and again, good eye by Metzger to let that one go. When that was, and that one was a tough one to let go at 2-2, yeah. two, boy. Yeah. That one that one had me flinching, too. Jansen's getting another ball here. Yeah. you got to give him a fastball here, right? 3-2, runner on second. Well, the only, the, the only good you part got, is you do have first base open. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe, I don't know, take your chance with Ahmet, but, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. He's thrown a lot of curves, so I think Metzger's looking dead red here. And he's thrown a lot of pitches in this inning as yes. well. Jansen's now will step off the mound. There is a pitch count of 100 pitches. It's 105, yeah. Or 105. 105, yep. Looks back at this runner in second. Here's a play at the plate. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. Yeah, high fastball, and he got uh, Wyatt, Wyatt fishing for that. One run on two hits, the double scoring an RBI, and the Seals have tied it at one. At the end of one, it is Beaver one, Sealands Grove one. This is the PIAA Class 4A State Baseball Championship on Eagle 107. Everybody, everybody wants to be cool. Everybody wants to be happy. Rita's in Sealand Grove is proud to offer you all of your favorite flavors of their famous Italian ice and frozen custard. And Rita's is also proud of the Sealand Grove Seals. Go Seals! Beat the Beaver Area Bobcats in today's PIAA Class Quad A Baseball Championship game. Be cool. Eat a Rita's. Make sure you visit Rita's on the Susquehanna Trail in Sealand Grove today and every day all summer long. Be cool, go to Rita's. Be cool, eat a Rita's. Summer's almost here, and it's the perfect time to consider adding some real value to your home. Adding an energy-efficient garage door, installing or upgrading an awning to spend more time outdoors, or even planning ahead and adding a gas or pellet stove or insert. Your friends at Glicks are ready to help. 
Head to our Facebook page or Glicks.com and you'll see how we're making your home or business a more enjoyable place to be. Congratulations to the Seals baseball team for a great season. Now, go beat those Bobcats. Hello, this is Christine. The members of the Sealands Grove VFW Auxiliary Post 6631 would like to congratulate the Sealands Grove Seals varsity baseball team. The Sealands Grove VFW wants to invite you to celebrate with us today and every day with lunches served to the public Monday through Friday, live music and other events on the weekends, or book one of our banquet rooms for your own celebration. For a list of events, like us on Facebook. And remember, nobody does more for veterans than the VFW. Go Seals! Beat the Beaver Bobcats! Eagle 107. Classic Rock. Classic Rock. WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Seals with one run on two hits, no errors left, one on base, but the double is what made things happen for the Seals that time around. As they got one run in and tied it at one here after one. That will bring Mason Rose, the first baseman, to the plate for the Beavers. The senior hitting 208 on the season has six extra base hits, all of them two basers. And Zyder's got that first inning out of the way. Now it's time to settle down and do what he does best, which is paint corners. And he'll bring the first pitch in. And that one right in there for a called strike. Just what the doctor ordered. Yeah, that, that first pitch strike right down the heart of the plate with a little bit of mustard on it. That felt good <laughs> if you're Zyder's. And he comes right back to the plate again. That one a little bit off the plate for a ball. But still a good spot. Just out, a little bit outside, a little bit low. That's a good place to miss. Yeah, the only thing they're going to do with that one is put it into the dugout fence, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to go too many places other than that. That one swung on and lifted to left. Ahmed will chase that one down in left center. A little shallow, makes the play. And that'll bring out one out. And Michael Champ to the plate, the right fielder, hitting 375 on the season. Good job by Ziders there. Went right after the hitter, said, you don't let... You, you got to get it in play. Got ahead in the count and got a nice, easy pop-up. Nobody on here in the top of the second inning. Still 1-1 after the Seals gave up a run early in the first and then matched it with an RBI double in the second. There's a pop-up, a very high pop-up. Hoover calling it in a high sky. Now he's going to get waved off. It's going to drop in center. That ball was what we were talking about coming on the, on the way in. The wind, the way it's blowing to about center field, the ball started right at Hoover at the shortstop, and it was so high it drifted and ended up going into center field, and there was no way Nyland could get to it yeah, in time. Yeah, and Teague, Teague never saw it. He, he, he put his arms up in the air. He's looking up. He never, ever saw it, and it was too far away for Nyland to get, so... You know, hey, line drive in the book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a partly sunny day, too, that actually is turning a little mostly sunny now with a couple of puffy clouds here in State College. So it's a tough day to see anything. Here comes the bunt. It's popped up down the first baseline and will roll foul as Shock will touch it and will bring it back for no balls and one strike and one out and runner on first. Insider's going right after the batters, the first pitch swinging on the, on the blue pit. And now here, a good pitch for the bunt, bunt try. Petrella now at the plate with an 0-1 count. He'll try and bunt again. This one a little bit better. Ziders will take it off the mound. He'll flip it over to first, and Shock will put it away for one. And that will send the runner to second, Champ. That's an interesting strategy. He didn't really bunt for a hit there. He sacked with, with one out. So I mean, you have a lot of, lot of uh, faith in Pontella. Um, so hopefully he's going to get you in. It's, it, why, why are you bunting with one out? But 
Yeah, I, I thought that, uh, that was an interesting choice. That'll bring up two outs now. Runner on second, Braden Hansen, the second baseman, the sophomore batting 373 on the year, the number nine hitter, will take the first pitch for a called strike. Runner on second is Champ, who hit that high fly ball to nowhere. And that's where it landed, right between everybody, and nobody saw it. Big lead for Champ at second. That one will be shot down the right field line and well out of play into the picnic area here at Medler Field. I see that the Sealands Grove Little League now has moved away from the bleacher section, realizing that that may not be a good spot to watch the game. I think they realize they're probably far away from yep, food. Now they're back <laughs> They're back down the first base side. Here's the windup and the 0-2 pitch high for a ball. Yeah, 11 years old, I would not be that far away from food. (laughs) We're not that far away from food anyway. (laughs) I know. Even at our age. That's true. But Uh, it starts at that age. (laughs) One and one with two outs, or one and two, rather, with two outs, and a runner at second. Strong on and miss. Strike three. That'll end it quickly. That was the best fastball Ziders threw all game. That one had some pop on it. And that one will end it with one hit and a runner stranded at second. At the end of one and a half, it is Beavers 1 and Sealands Grove 1. You're listening to Sealands Grove Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Earth Energy Innovations congratulates the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team. The Cataldi family and everyone at Earth Energy Innovations is proud to sponsor your stunning Sealands Grove Seals and would like to remind you that just like the Seals, Earth Energy Innovations will take your home improvement projects from studs to stunning. We are the winning team to work on your indoor and outdoor projects or home improvements. Visit our website at earthenergyinnovations.com or call today at 570-898-8285. Go Seals! Beat those Beaver Bobcats! Carpet Man and Milton is a proud supporter of our Susquehanna Valley athletes. As the area's most experienced flooring store, we know about hard work, dedication, and passion. Carpet Man and Milton is your first stop for luxury vinyl tile. Hardwoods, comfortable carpets, vinyl, and ceramic tile. Hit a home run on your next flooring project for your home or office and stop in to see us. We're rooting for you, Seals Grove Seals as you fight to bring a baseball title home to the Valley. Beat the Bobcats. Carpet Man and Milton, flooring for life. Your local Applebee's on Susquehanna Trail in Sealands Grove salutes the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team. Just like the Seals, Applebee's is proud of their all-star lineup. Choose from their new fajitas, appetizers, steaks and ribs, chicken, salads, seafood, pasta, sandwiches, wraps, tacos, handcrafted burgers, desserts. Their selections are amazing. Plus, today is Red Friday. Wear red to support our deployed servicemen and women, and you'll receive a coupon good for your next visit. Go Seals! Beat the Beaver Bobcats! Hansen quickly getting ready in between innings sends the first pitch to Almond, who's first pitch swinging. He'll hit one to center field. Bay will just catch it right out of the sky for no problem and the first out already on one pitch. Almond had a good rip at it, just missed it and, and went right to the center fielder. Ryan Reed, the DH, the senior at the plate, outside for a ball, hitting 273 on the year. Four RBIs, no home runs. He's walked nine times, struck out 13. Jansen's again quickly to the plate, swung on and missed. Bounces off of Mastrangelo's glove and down the first baseline. It looked like a changeup. Uh, Reed was way out in front of that. It was a nice pitch. It was up a little bit, but he uh, fooled Reed with it. Reed now looking at 1-1 with one out in a pretty much identical line score right now. One run, two hits for both teams here in the bottom of the second inning. 
Jansen comes to the mound. Off-speed pitch, swung on and hung into right field. Champ will call for it and get it in short right for the second out. I think that was also a changeup that uh, Reed got a little bit, a little bit of the bat on it, just not enough to get it in. Yeah, it looked like he had to adjust the swing a little bit on yeah. that one, and ended up going to right field with it. Evan Hoke, the right fielder, the junior hitting 213 on the season, hitting in the eighth slot here this afternoon with two out. Swung on and missed on a very good pitch from Janssen's. Yeah, it looked like a curve and it hit the outside corner and Hoke was out in front of that one as well. That might have been a strike no matter how you looked at it. Yeah. Janssen's from the windup. That one on the outside again and swung on and missed. Strike two. It looked like another curve, almost a slider that time and a little more pop, but it did have some break to it. So Hoke now 0-2 with two out. And has to protect that one a little further off the plate for a ball. Yeah, and another good 0-2 pitch by Jensen. He threw the curveball on the outside into the dirt. One ball, two strikes as Jensen works quickly and delivers. That one high for a ball. 2-2 now. Through the high cheese there, hoping that Hoke would uh, go fishing for it. But Evan had good discipline and stayed off it. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the bottom of the second. Nobody on. And the windup of the pitch swung on to the first baseman and a great grab by Rose as he goes to the dirt and picks it off the top of the dirt for the third out. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on at the end of two. It is 1-1 in this PNAA Class 4A State Championship on Eagle 107. It's Blaze Alexander Ford's Hot Summer Sale. It's the biggest sale we've done in our 10-year history. Stop in and get discounts up to $16,000 on new F-150 trucks. That's 25%. Get into a brand new Ford Escape for as low as $17,977. We've got over 150 pre-owned starting at just $87 a month. Plus, we're giving away over $10,000 worth of prizes with our grand prize drawing on June 22nd with no purchase necessary. Get the most for your trade and the lowest interest rate at Blaze Alexander Ford's hot summer sale, the lowest price guarantee. It's Island Optical's spring designer frame sale, and it's happening right now. That's right. Choose from DKNY, Guess, Ray-Ban, and more. And now, save 50% off the brands you know and love. Complete eye exams are just $39, including glaucoma testing. And all eye exams are performed by an independent doctor of optometry. Seniors, you save too. Now all seniors save 30% at Island. Nobody gives you more than Island, and they're out to prove it again this season. Want even more good news? Island can copy your current glasses or fill your doctor's prescription. Remember, $39 eye exams and half-off designer frames. Going on now, only at Island and just in time for spring. With or without a vision plan, nobody gives you more than Island. Book your online appointment at islandoptical.com. With 14 locations, there's sure to be an Island near you. Routes 11 and 15, next to Haas and Shimokan Dam. Call 888-603-EYES or book your appointment online at islandoptical.com. Nobody gives you more than Island. Nobody gives you more One-one as we start the top of the third inning. Back to the top of the lineup. Shortstop Harrison Pontelli at the plate. One, he uh, actually reached on a walk last time out. Scored a run, the only run for the Bobcats to this point. Has a stolen base as well. And Shung creeping in. He just looks like a, a guy with good wheels and would like to bunt his way on the base here. But very patient hitter. He's got a good eye. And Pontelli takes the first one for a ball. Ziders on the mound for the Seals will come to the plate. That one high for ball two. One run, two hits, no errors for the Bobcats. One run, two hits, no errors for the Seals. 
2-0 pitch, swung on and fouled. That one out of play down the third base side and into the concession stand. A little surprised that he uh, took a hack on the 2-0 pitch there. I thought maybe he'd be a little more patient. Glad he did. <laughs> 2-1 now on the foul ball. Zider's ready to come to the plate once again. That one he showed bunt and pulled back on the high high fastball for a ball. 3-1 now. Yeah, Plays is, uh, again, throwing the ball a little high in the strike zone. He needs to uh, follow through and get it down. Here's a 3-1 looking at swinging. That one bouncing right down to Shock. Shock will grab it, touch the bag, and that'll be one away. A Sunday hop on a Friday. Nice big <laughs> hop to the infielder. That's what every first baseman dreams of. Thank you very much. Well, and it was one of the and, and it was a ball too that hit just about on the edge of the grass. So you're not quite sure what kind of hop you're going to get. Yeah. Are you going to get the grass hop? You're going to get the dirt hop, or is it just going to scoot? And I'm sure Danny was very happy to see you go high in the air. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, six foot four. He, he doesn't care how high it goes. <laughs> He's going to get it, and he did. Jansen's now uh, with a hit earlier in the game and scored an RBI. I got an RBI. Takes on the outside corner for a strike. Oh, one the count with one out. Insiders coming to the plate. That one will be bounced to Schoen at third. Schoen sky takes it out of the sky, fires it over to first, and Shock will make the put out. And Nate, Nate playing in on the grass, and again another Sunday hop, right to him. He got the big hop, threw a strike over to Shock. Good, good, solid inning here by Ziders. One to go. Two outs, and that will bring up Vince Manstringello. Manstringello, 0 for 1 on the afternoon. The catcher coming to the plate from the right-hand side. Here comes the pitch from the right-hander, and that one framed a little bit by Metzger, but no call. Got the ball instead. That's a hanging curve, and thank God it stayed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's another one of those we could have found in a different yeah. time zone. And that one up and out, and that's ball two. Yeah, let's see if we get a green light here with uh, two outs and the best hitter at the plate. He is definitely the best hitter at 375, and that one he'll take on the outside corner for a strike. Yeah, good pitch by Ziders down and low. That's the spot, Blaze. That's where you need to go. Two balls, one strike, two outs, nobody on. Still tied at one here in the top of the third. And that one called strike two. Up and in a little bit, and um, he took it and, and called it a strike. So good pitch for Ziders. Deuces wild once again. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled into the fence behind. And that will be a dead ball and back to Ziders with a new one. Yeah, a curveball down the middle, and uh, he just missed it. He needs to get that curve down, at the, down in the dirt. 2-2 two, two again with two outs. Here comes the delivery. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. And at the end of two and a half, it is Bobcats one, Seals one. This is Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Aubrey Alexander Toyota is having a hail sale. These storms caused moderate to light damage to a number of vehicles. So I'm authorizing this event for you. So stop in and save on every vehicle on our lot. And no reasonable offer will be refused. Every unit is 100% fixable. Before we do that, I'm offering these units to you so you can save even more. So stop in today at Aubrey Alexander. Toyota. It's a hail sale. And remember, tell them Johnny sent you. 
This is Amy Buner with Bowen Agency Realtors. There are a few times that we cross the lines when it comes to the rivalries in the Valley, but today we all stand in support of the Seals. As the Seals Grove Seals baseball team plays their way to the championship, we have heard their personal stories and we share the pride of our Valley heroes. I think it's safe to say, at the very least, we can surely expect these boys' very best. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Well, no grass growing underneath these two teams' feet. Already thrown one on the outside quarter and swung on and missed for a strike by Ben Heim, the nine-hitter. This one he will foul off and go outside, out of play down the third, excuse me, third base side, and that will bounce up into the empty suites. Yeah, the suites aren't full today. No, I don't understand that. Yeah, like I, everybody I, would be here. I was looking for hot dogs in every one, and, <laughs> and none of them were open. 0-2 now to Heim with no outs in his first at-bat. And swung on, and that one's going to be a looper. That one might drop into center field. It does for a base hit. Thank you very much. A uh, good at-bat. Fought off an 0-2 pitch. Found a hole for it over the second baseman's head. And uh, another line drive in the book. Is that a uh, too far for a Texas leaguer? Uh, no, that can be a Texas right. leaguer. That'll put Heim on first base and back to the top of the line up to Nyland. Heim has good wheels, and Nyland's got good wheels. Let's see if Coach Byler uh, is interested in moving anybody along, or we're going to let Nyland swing away. Nyland flied to left his last time out. There's the throw over to first, and a good throw, but in time is Heim. Boy, Rose put on a good tag, too. And Bobcats are looking for a bunt. Third baseman is way in. Just about on the grass. Now he's in. Here's the pitch to the plate, the bunt down the first base side. And the pitcher will take it. Janssen's will go over to first and make the play. Advance the runner on the sacrifice. Heim will be at second with one out. Very good sacrifice by uh, Josh Nyland. He did a, he did everything exactly right. Uh, made the pitcher make a good play on it and got Heim over to second. Runner on second. That'll bring up Schoen, the third baseman, who struck out looking his first time up. Hit number three, by the way, for the Seals on that bloop to center. At second is Heim. And Janssen's will look back there. Now he delivers to the plate. And a called strike. Yeah, first pitch curve ball right over the plate. So looking fastball, just laid off it. Schoen looking for an RBI here with a runner on first. All tied at one here in the bottom of the third. Play seven. Janssen's now coming to the plate. That one over the third baseman's head. No, he does make the play, and he gets it over to first. Not in time. And run's going to come in. Here, here comes Heim. Here comes Heim from second. He'll go in with no throw as that ball goes into the tarp. One looked like it was going to be a double down the line, snagged by Petrella. Petrella fires it over to first, and not able to hang on is Rose, and that ends up going down as a run for the Seals. Yep, they're giving Schoen a single in that great stop by the third baseman. He just bounced it and went over the shortstop head. Heim sprinting home to give the Seals the lead. 
was a great effort by Petrello, though, even to get to that ball. That was right on the line. I thought it was going to hop over his head. He makes a nice leap for it, but just could not finish off the play. So runner on second now. And a swing and a miss for Hoover as the Seals take their first lead of the game at 2-1. to one. Another first pitch curveball to uh, Teague. I think they changed that one into an, an error on the first baseman. Well, that no, the error or is the error, the error is, is for you're right uh, for the run yep. to score and, yep. and for uh, Schoen to go to second. Yep, yeah, that's on the run to second. You are yep. correct. I looked at Ooh, that wrong. Off. Here's a throwback, and Schoen dives back as the shortstop is able to put the tag down. Well, I tell you what, that was just inches from having uh, Pontelli uh, be able to. Put a tag down on him. That was as shown. Dove back to the bag a little awkwardly. I, you always worry about kids' fingers and wrists when they dive back into the bag like that. No balls. One strike. One out. Runner on second. Hoover at the plate now. As Jansen's will come to the plate. Swung on and popped up. And calling for that one is Petrella at third. He will take that one at third, just inside the grass. And Schoen will be able to stay right there at second. Now two outs. And coming to the plate, Blaze Ziders trying to help himself out now with a 2-1 lead here in the third. T got a hanger and just missed it, popped it straight up. Now Blaze here has a great chance to bring uh, Nate home and give them a little bit of a cushion. So the left-handed batter... Right-handed pitcher, left-handed batter comes to the plate, and that one is high for a ball. A hanging curve that was nowhere close to the plate. No, it was not. Shown on second after the air and a single to the third baseman and beat out the throw. Got the second on the throw, and there's a shot to right. But backing up is Champ. Champ with room, reaches up and pulls it in for the third out. So the Seals score one but leave one and now have a two-to-one lead at the end of three. This is Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. You love sports, right? Well, at Tri-County Sports, they know you do, so they have what you need no matter the sport or season. Check out the selection of LB bats made right there on site. The area's only wooden bat manufacturer. They also specialize in embroidery, screen, and garment printing, window decals, and banners. There's a nice selection of apparel, including customized t-shirts they'll make to order. Visit TCSSportsStore.com and Facebook for more about all they can do for you. Tri-County Sports, Route 11 outside Northumberland. Remember, they really mean it when they say, we get you noticed. I'm a coal region girl, and I know my pierogies. Honestly, you have to try Fisher's Boston pierogies. Fisher's Boston pierogies in Shimokin are delicious. Just like homemade, because they are homemade. Some of their pierogi flavors include Philadelphia cheesesteak, sauerkraut, Mexican party, loaded baked potato. That one's my absolute fave. Or you can never go wrong with the traditional potato and cheese, just like my mom and grandma used to make. Fisher's Boston Pierogies, Shemokin Street, Shemokin. Check out all Fisher's Boston Pierogies has to offer on Facebook or at fishersboston.com. Dashing, debonair, elegant, classically handsome. That is what you will look like and feel like when you choose your event attire from Tony's Custom Tailor Shop. The best names are there. Pierre Cardin, Echo Unlimited, Oscar De La Renta, Perry Ellis, After Six, Christian Dior, Yves Saint Laurent, and more. Add in Tony's signature brand of customer service and attention to detail and you have the best kind of prom tux or suit experience ever. Tony's Custom Tailor Shop, 413 Market Street in Sunbury. And on Facebook too, call 570-286-4150. Beautiful day. Kevin Hurd with Ray Moore. It is a beautiful day here at Mettler Field at Lebrano Park where the Seals lead after three, two to one, 
after a good bottom of the third inning. One run, two hits, an air, and one left on. As, as we were talking between innings, Kevin, this is Seals Grove baseball. This low sco- low scoring, 2-1. Yeah. Got them right where they want them. Alec Bird, the number four hitter, the DH, the senior at the plate, grounded out to short his first appearance. And Ziders now on the mound, ready to deliver. That one, a high strike at the letters. Another high fastball. Well, I'll tell you what, he, he, he's getting it right by him, though. Even when they're swinging, he's, he's blowing it by him. Ziders coming to the plate again. That one on the outside corner for a called strike two. Good spot outside. Uh, still a little bit high, but um, ahead of him, 0-2. to make a pitch here, Blaze. 0-2 to Berg, the DH. Sliders to the plate. And did he go around? They'll appeal to first. No, no, he did not. Curveball in that dirt, and that's that's the perfect 0-2 pitch. It almost got him. I'll tell you what, it took all Berg had to not go around yeah. on that one. Man, did he have to really hit the stop button. Yeah, good discipline by Berg. That was like pulling the chain on the bus for emergency stop. <laughs> Ziders with the delivery. Swung on and fouled off down the first base side. That one will go into the parking lot out of play. Another good pitch on the outside corner. Plays so far a one batter in this inning is looking pretty sharp. Two runs, four hits, no errors for the Seals. One run, two hits, one error for the Bobcats. One-two count now to the batter. Hit to short. Hoover all over that one. Fires it over to first for the putout. That will do it for Berg, who grounds out for the second time. That'll bring one out and bringing up Zach Hansen to the plate. Struck out looking his last time at bat. Yeah, yeah. The Teague, Teague Hoover. Teague's a cool first name, but I, I think I'd, I'm going to talk to the parents, see if they'll change it to smooth. <laughs> He's just smooth. Well, I'll tell you what. He, he definitely sucked that one up there at second base. He cleaned that one right up. That one on the dirt there outside for a ball. It was refreshing to see a ball in the dirt. <laughs> they have been up a little bit today. Uh, One ball, no strikes, one out. And Hanson to the plate. And he'll take a little further outside now for a ball. Both teams leaving two stranded here in a low-scoring affair through three. But this, as you said, right where the Seals want to be. Zider is at the plate, delivers for a called strike. Right down the middle, that's what he needs to do. Make them put it in play. He's got a great defense behind him, no free passes. Defense playing pretty much straight up. Here comes the pitch, and high, ball three. Three 3-1 the count with a one out here in the top half of the fourth inning, playing seven here at Medler Field at Lebrano Park in State College. Gliders comes to the plate again. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. Second strikeout. Actually, I'm going to correct that. That's strike two. Yeah, Blaze had a little extra pop at the end of the last inning with a little extra pop. Seems like he has a little extra on the fastball when he needs it. Now the 3-2 count. Swung on, popped straight up, and this one will be into the screen, over the screen, and into the stands. Good piece, good piece of hitting um, by Hanson there. You know, fouling that pitch off. Blaze made a nice pitch, and Hanson was able to just foul it off. 3-2 again with one out. And Hanson at the plate. 
Titers gets the sign, already in motion and delivers. High for ball four. That will put him on. So it looked like it was going to be a chance to put him away. Ends up becoming walk number two of the game for Ziders. Yeah, give Hanson some credit there. He battled, got a foul to pitch off, and uh, able to work Ziders for a walk. Uh, now it's time for the pitcher's best friend, the old double play. <laughs> Let's get a ground ball to somebody. Rose flied to left his first time out, and that one he'll take for a ball. Runner on first now, one out. That's Hanson at first base. He'll take a little bit of a lead. Not in the danger zone of leaving. Fake the bunt, called strike. He will go to second. He is in after the high throw. Well, I tell you, that was a very short lead, and I, I don't know, was I that know, a, it, almost, it looked like delayed. It almost looked like a delayed steal. I don't think it quite was, but he hesitated a little bit. Um, Wyatt double pumped, and, and by the time he got there, the throw was a little high, and he, he's got good wheels. He got down to the second bag in a hurry. Be the second stolen base of the game for Beaver. So runner on second, 1-1, one, one, one out. Zyder, At the plate is Hanson. Ziders needs to settle down here and make some pitches. And that one will be a shot to center. Tracking that one down is Nyland. Nyland makes the play. We'll bring it in for the second out. No advance that time for the runner as Hanson had nowhere to go. Seals fortunate there. The ball went right to Nyland in center field. Anywhere else, that could have been trouble in a, a tie game. Champ to the plate now. The senior right fielder singled to center his first at-bat. Has a chance for an RBI here with a runner at second with two outs. Seals leading it right now by a 2-1 score here in the top of the fourth. This was the line drive in the book, if you remember. That's right. <laughs> and that one inside brushes him back for a ball. He hit the, the pop-up that Hoover couldn't see and Nyland couldn't get to. Well, I don't know. Was Hoover wearing sunglasses earlier in the game? Because now I see them on now. I didn't notice it before. Yeah, he, he might not have. That one on the outside corner, snap throw down to second, and back in time is Hanson as that one goes on the right side of the bag. Tell you what, Metzger has done a couple of snap throws today that I think have had uh, the Bobcats rocking a little bit back and forth. Yeah, Wyatt's not not afraid to throw behind a runner out of bag. 2-0, swung on, liner to left. Ahmed is trying to track that one down, and he'll reach up and pull it out of the sky for the third out. That will end the inning with a runner stranded at second at the end of three and a half. It is Sealens Grove 2, Beaver 1. This is Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Everybody, everybody wants to be cool. Everybody wants to be happy. Rita's in Seals Grove is proud to offer you all of your favorite flavors of their famous Italian ice and frozen custard. And Rita's is also proud of the Seals Grove Seals. Go Seals! Beat the Beaver Area Bobcats in today's PIAA Class Quad A Baseball Championship game. Be cool. Eat a Rita's. Make sure you visit Rita's on the Susquehanna Trail in Seals Grove today and every day all summer long. Be cool, go to Rita's. Be cool, eat a Rita's. Hello, this is Christine. The members of the Sealands Grove VFW Auxiliary Post 6631 would like to congratulate the Sealands Grove Seals varsity baseball team. The Sealands Grove VFW wants to invite you to celebrate with us today and every day with lunches served to the public Monday through Friday, live music and other events on the weekends, or book one of our banquet rooms for your own celebration. For a list of events, like us on Facebook. And remember, nobody does more for veterans than the VFW. Go Seals. Beat the Beaver Bobcats. 
Summer's almost here, and it's the perfect time to consider adding some real value to your home. Adding an energy-efficient garage door, installing or upgrading an awning to spend more time outdoors, or even planning ahead and adding a gas or pellet stove or insert. Your friends at Glicks are ready to help. Head to our Facebook page or Glicks.com, and you'll see how we're making your home or business a more enjoyable place to be. Congratulations to the Seals baseball team for a great season. Now, go beat those Bobcats. Bottom four is Wyatt Metzger comes to the plate. He struck out swinging his last time up. He's going to ground this one to third base on a hop. Petrella gets it, fires it over to first in time for the out. Yeah, Metzger had a good swing, hit a hard ground ball, unfortunately, right to the third baseman. I'll tell you what, neither one of these teams are taking pitches here very much. No, no. <laughs> you see a pitch you like, they're going for it. And I said at the beginning of the game, you were in charge of pitch counts. We don't have to worry about that. No. That was one pitch. <laughs> By the way, I lost that number yeah, about yeah, three yeah. innings ago. <laughs> we'll find it. Jansen's at the mound. He was the starter. That one he throws off speed and misses. One ball, no strikes. One out here in a 2-1 game. Sealands Grove leading Beaver quickly to the mound again, or to the plate again. Bouncer again to third. Petrella has it, fires over to Rose, and the putout is made. Strong inning by Jansen's here. I think we just saw a replay. Yeah. Because that was the exact yeah, same a little, thing. A little, little two-hopper right to Jansen, who's playing in. and yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't like, I, I know he has a good arm. He kind of just lobbed it yeah. over there, like, you're out. Yeah, Petrola was playing at, at right about bag level. He just steps up, and yeah, all right, we're good. Reed to the plate now, takes a ball, fly to right his first time up. By the way, Jansen at 44 pitches. I just found it on my stab machine. Uh -huh. I wasn't keeping track, just so <laughs> the record. On the outside corner, called strike makes it one and one with two outs and nobody on here in the bottom half of the fourth. And quickly working, Jansen. Outside, that one tried to be pulled in a little bit by Manstringello, the catcher, and did not get the call, and you heard a couple of groans in maroon. That might have been his fastball, best fastball of the game, according to the pop in the mitt. 2-1 the count. Outside, ball three, same spot. All right, Ryan Almond needs to sit on a pitch, and if he gets it, let it loose. If not, take it. Almond, a 273 hitter, fly to right his first time at bat. Here comes the 3-1 pitch, swung on, and that one is going to be caught by the shortstop just about behind second base as Pantoli will come out and chase it on a little blooper. So at the end of four, it is Sealands Grove 2 and Beaver 1. This is Sealands Grove Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Your local Applebee's on Susquehanna Trail in Sealands Grove salutes the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team. Just like the Seals, Applebee's is proud of their all-star lineup. Choose from their new fajitas, appetizers, steaks and ribs, chicken, salads, seafood, pasta, sandwiches, wraps, tacos, handcrafted burgers, desserts. Their selections are amazing. Plus, today is Red Friday. Friday. Wear red to support our deployed servicemen and women, and you'll receive a coupon good for your next visit. Go Seals! Beat the Beaver Bobcats! Carpet Man and Milton is a proud supporter of our Susquehanna Valley athletes. As the area's most experienced flooring store, we know about hard work, dedication, and passion. Carpet Man and Milton is your first stop for luxury vinyl tile, hardwoods, comfortable carpets, vinyl, and ceramic tile. Hit a home run on your next flooring project for your home or office and stop in to see us. We're rooting for you, Seals Grove Seals, as you fight to bring a baseball title home to the Valley. Beat the Bobcats. Carpet Man and Milton, flooring for life. 
You're selling the perfect home, but why is no one making an offer? The price is right. It's staged. There's nothing that needs to be done. But just like the Seals Grove Seals baseball team, you need great coaching and plenty of, well, teamwork to sell that home. That's where I come in. This is Bridget Gavison, and I will help you answer all the questions you have. Contact me, Bridget, at the Bowen Agency. The sooner you call, the sooner your home becomes someone else's place to call home. When you're ready, I'm ready. All of us at Bowen Agency want to congratulate the Seals Grove Seals baseball team. Let's go Seals! Top half of five now with Beaver coming to the plate, trailing it 2-1 to one to Sealens Grove. Dominic Petrello, who sacrificed bunted the first time around, will face Ziders. Ziders at 64 pitches, 40 strikes, 24 balls, will bring one to the plate, and that one is a shot to left, and a diving catch <laughs> made by Ahmed on a knee. Outstanding grab in left field to put one away. And Almond, in the last inning, we were a little shaky. He froze on the one to him, had to reach over his head to make it. That one, he made a great catch. Wow. And that one was driven. That one, he expected to drift a little further to the right. The wind isn't blowing quite as bad. He had to catch that one across his body, even. Yeah, eight, nine, one, eight is out of the way. Let's get nine and one. Hanson down to the plate, struck out swinging his first time at bat. Ziders now comes to the plate, swung on and popped up down to the first base side into right field, but that one is going to breeze into the bullpen out of play. Bleppel hung up in the air a long time. Yeah, more importantly, Blaze throwing strikes. Well, that's the he's at 66 pitches now, yeah. looking at the top of the fifth inning. He's in pretty good shape, but needs a really conservative inning here or a really quick inning to help yeah. himself out now more importantly get, make 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 these batters go chase his stuff oh one now with one out that one called strike two fastball up and out a little bit but uh umpire called it a strike oh two needs to find a really good spot here for this pitch Hanson, who struck out swinging last time out looks at an oh two pitch strung swung on and fouled off and that will go off the catcher, and it's a foul ball. For a minute there, he raced down to first, thinking it might have been a third strike, but the umpire quickly called foul. No, he didn't. Oh, he did not? No. I thought he, sig- no, he, signaled, fa- I yeah. thought he signaled foul. You're right. Wow. Yeah, he, it is, he, he, it's going to be a third strike. The safe sign means he did not did not touch You're right. it. Yeah. So I, I'm wrong on that a, one. I a, missed that one. Strikeout wild pitch. So it is going to be a strike, a swinging strike. I thought he went and off the hand for a foul tip, but he did not. You're right. It was not the putout, so he advances on the pass ball. And now we have the top of the order up. That's why you're here, to keep me on, on, uh, <laughs> keep me on the accuracy line. That one for a ball. Yeah, I, w- I was watching the ump, and he, w- he was watching it the whole way. He was making sure it didn't go into the dugout, because once it does that, it's a dead ball. He gets it automatically. And that one swung on, hit the center field, trying to chase it down as Nyland to his right, drifts over there, makes the play for the second out, and that will send back the runner to first, Hanson. Yeah, at first I thought that way to find the gap. Josh was shaded a little bit towards right, and the ball went left center, and Josh ran it down for a nice catch. Two outs. So Ziders does get the strikeout on the previous at-bat, and then the runner advances on the pass ball, just for the official correction. And uh, with the fly ball, that will be out number two now. A single and grounded out to third for Janssens. And 
Riders will look back the runner to first now. Still 2-1 here in the top of the fifth inning. Sealens Grove leading it. Ziders to the plate for a called strike. The Jansons has the only RBI of the game for the Bobcats. He hit a rope between Shock and Heim at first, and now Shock has to hold him on, so that hole is open again. And here comes the pitch. Swung on and fouled off down the first base side, but that will be in the stands, and it will bounce back into the field of play. Couple of uh, Sealands Grove youngsters there, very upset that that ball bounced out and back into the field of play. You're going to have to be a little bit quicker to get those. Nice Sealands Grove crowd on hand. And, and Beaver brought a, a pretty good busload themselves in from Western PA earlier today. 0-2, two outs, swung on, and a first on the hop taken by Shock. He'll take it to the bag, and that'll end the threat. One left on. And the Seals retain a 2-1 to lead here after four and a half innings. This is Sealands Grove Seals Baseball on Eagle 107. It's Island Optical's spring designer frame sale, and it's happening right now. That's right. Choose from DKNY, Guess, Ray-Ban, and more. And now, save 50% off the brands you know and love. Complete eye exams are just $39, including glaucoma testing. And all eye exams are performed by an independent doctor of optometry. Seniors, you save too. Now all seniors save 30% at Island. Nobody gives you more than Island, and they're out to prove it again this season. Want even more good news? Island can copy your current glasses or fill your doctor's prescription. Remember, $39 eye exams and half-off designer frames. Going on now, only at Island and just in time for spring. With or without a vision plan, nobody gives you more than Island. Book your online appointment at islandoptical.com. With 14 locations, there's sure to be an Island near you. Routes 11 and 15, next to Haas and Shimokan Dam. Call 888-603-EYES or book your appointment online at islandoptical.com. Nobody gives you more than Island. Nobody gives you more it's Blaze Alexander Ford's Hot Summer Sale. It's the biggest sale we've done in our 10-year history. Stop in and get discounts up to $16,000 on new F-150 trucks. That's 25%. Get into a brand new Ford Escape for as low as $17,977. We've got over 150 pre-owned starting at just $87 a month. Plus, we're giving away over $10,000 worth of prizes with our grand prize drawing on June 22nd with no purchase necessary. Get the most for your trade and the lowest interest rates at Blaze Alexander Ford's Hot Summer Sale. The lowest price guaranteed. 891. 891 indeed as Evan Hull comes to the plane to single and make that line to first his first time at bat. Here's the wind up in the pitch. Swung on on the outside corner and missed or a called strike. That might have been a little further off the plate. Yeah, I think it was a change up outside and Evan was way out in front of it. 2-1, Sealands Grove leading bottom of the fifth inning. Here comes the pitch. That one off the end of the bat, and that one might drop into right field, and it does for a base hit right in front of the right fielder, Champ. Hansen went out to get it, and Braden Hansen couldn't get to it, and Champ got a late start, and it dropped in between them for a base hit. Fastball on the outside of the plate. Hoke went with the pitch, found a spot for it in the green. Number nine hitter, most likely Bunton here. Let's see if Ben can get one down and get Evan to second base, and let's get another run. That's the fifth hit of the game for Sealands Grove as Haim comes to the plate. He singled the center his last time at bat. He will show bunt, drop one right off to the third baseman. Coming up with it is Petrella. Fires over to first, and the first baseman can't get it. That will send Hulk over to third, and he'll slide in. And he's going to come in. goes past him. He's going to come in. Here comes Hulk to the plate. The throw, the slide. Safe. Safe at the plate. The runner advances to third as well. 
Heim at the plate, safe. Holt goes to third, safe. Small ball for the Sealands Grove Seals. Great bunt by Heim. Hustled all the way. Hoke hustle in the third. Bang, bang, play at third. Ball gets away. Hoke comes in. Heim never stops running all the way to third. Sealands Grove Baseball 2019 at its best. So Hoke scores from third, or excuse me, from first. Heim reaches on the bunt that pulled the first baseman off the bag. Three errors on the board for the Bobcats in this game and three runs on the board for the seals just great base running great execution of the bunt the seals have been doing this all year they don't make mistakes they make the other team make mistakes force the errors and is it paying off big for them this time so heim at third now with nobody out after he was just giving himself up for a sacrifice Hope gets to second, then sees the ball go by first, gets to third, goes by third and scores. And the throw of the plate made it close. Nyland now at the plate. Everybody in looking for the bunt, and that is a called strike. High fastball, and, and Josh laid off it. Now they're playing right on the grass edge now to try and cut the runner from third. 0-1. Swung on, and that one's going to be a no man's land in the right field. With the base, with the infield in, a nice swing by Nyland puts it just into the outfield in front of Champ and scoring easily from third to make it a four to one lead for Sealands Grove. And Nyland doing what his teammates are doing. He's taking that outside pitch, going with it, just finding that spot. They're killing that spot in front of the right fielder. Another great at bat by the Seals. And this might be uh, might be a pitching change here for Jansen. Jansen at 53 pitches still has enough to go the distance if they want. And it's not exactly like we're killing the kid. <laughs> no, I mean he's pitching a good yeah. game, and and the Seals are just executing, getting getting you know little blue pits, finding holes, good at bats, bunting the ball, and then the the Bobcats struggling to uh, to get some outs. So it looks like we are going to see a change. And, and I wanted to take a spot as good as any to talk about pitching. Uh, a kid not playing today that, that just took this team on his back, um, Logan Heil. Just a, a, a kid that who was just incredible season for them. Um, his, his story, struggles with his health, has been well documented. But you talk about just a nice kid and a tough kid. Uh, Logan's probably not going to play at all today, but the Seals would not be in this position without Logan. So Mason Rose will come in. Now, he was listed as basically their closer. One and one on the year, an ERA of 191. Did have a few saves. I believe it was four saves on the season. And we'll see where they end up putting Janssen's now. I would imagine he will stay in the game. Is he at second? Yeah, it looks like he's at second. Janssen's at second. So Janssen's moves to second. Mason Rose comes in. Rose was at first. Alec Berg, who was the DH, is now the first baseman. So a multi-position change here for Beaver, who now trails it by a 4-1 score here with nobody out. 
And still Nyland on first base. So we have Hansen out of the game? I be- uh, Hansen, let's see, that would have been uh, Braden Hansen. I believe that is the case. So he is out. Although I have not seen the uh, gotten the official word yet. On All exactly right. how yeah. that changed, okay. but that's the change visually. Yes. I'll put it that yes. way. Yeah. <laughs> no All official right. change yet. <laughs> All right, nobody out. We got our leadoff guy on. Let's not be done here. Let's get ourselves a really nice lead. So shown to the plate now. Struck out looking and singled in the third. Struck out in the first. Runner on first, nobody out. And Rose will come to the plate and foul off the bunt. Shown will foul it backwards. I don't know if that was a sack there. Nate kind of looked like he was trying to bump for a base hit. He didn't, he didn't give himself up. Might have been a drag bunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of suspect he'll be swinging away now. So Rose, now Jansen is officially at second. And he will pop that one up. Catcher's coming out of that one. No, it's going to be the third baseman who makes the play. Petrella right over top of Manstrangello. So that'll be a foul out on the bunt. Runner will hold. So it is Jansen at first officially. And Berg goes from designated hitter. Excuse me, Jansen's at second. Berg will be the designated hitter. And who's on first? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I believe... Yeah, they made a couple of changes on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to need a whole new sheet for that one. Here's Rose, swung on in the left field for a base hit as Hoover tattoos that one right in front of the left fielder. He looked smooth. Yeah, he was definitely <laughs> on that pitch. Yeah, there's some kids you watch play, and it looks. I think they see the rest of the world in slow motion. And Teague Hoover looks like one of those kids. Like, everybody else is moving in slow motion, and he just is just... Sees ball, no effort, nice little line drive like he's like he's done it a thousand times. And, and you're going to remind me, he's still a freshman. Yeah, yeah he's going to be fun. That. He's going to be fun to watch. Zider's now at the plate trying to help himself out with two on and one out. He will swing and right behind the runner at short. Over to second for two, over to first, not in time. And, and, and the run is going to score. And overrunning the bag was Ziders, but Ziders hustles back as it took a good bounce right into the hands of Berg, and Berg fires it over, but again, Ziders was able to get it back, but still a run comes across the plate, making it 5-1 to one on a three-run bottom of the fifth inning. Taylor made double play, short to second, second threw it in the dirt, first baseman couldn't handle it, ball gets away, and Nyland comes in and scores. Again. The Seals are relentless, making the other team make mistakes. Christian Kantz now coming in to run at first. So after the run scores, makes it 5-1 to one on a three-run bottom of the fifth inning. Seals still have two out and a runner on first base. And Metzer now at the plate. And a long wait for Rose. Rose from the stretch on the outside corner called strike. Wyatt looking for his first hit today. Couldn't come at a better time. (laughs) Rose looking over at first once again. A little bit of a lead, not much. Comes to the plate. That one off the end of the bat. Drops into center field for a base hit. Runners on first and second as the hit parade continues. (laughs) Wyatt, the line drive right up over the middle. Nice hit. 
And the uh, Seals are back in business. And, and I thought that the scoring was a little bit off. Uh, the scoreboard now has it 7-1. to one. No. And I don't think that's right. It is 5-1. to one. I think it's 5-1. to 5-1. to one. <laughs> We'll take 7. But if, you want, if you're anticipating, that's fine, too. Yeah, they have a 5, they have a five spot for us in the 5th. That's only, unfortunately, 3. I'm going to go with your uh, numbers. Yeah. yeah. Runners oh. on 1st and 2nd now. I wish I was wrong. <laughs> Swung on and missed. <laughs> By Almond. Oh, that's all right. They're still uh, the the scorebook. Uh, this official scoring is still trying to catch up from that seven player switch. Yeah, I tell you what, <laughs> I, I had to switch pencils. The other one was getting a little hot. Uh, Rose now at the plate, swung on and missed a good fastball right by Almond that time. Two out. I believe that's two strikes. The scoreboard and, or did I? And did no, I, well, I think I think we got one one. Nope, 0-2. Oh, it's 0-2. Oh, 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 saying 0-2. Oh, you All are right. correct, Kevin. That doesn't happen often, so I'll enjoy <laughs> that one for a moment. Here comes the 0-2 pitch. Swung on. Hanging curveball. And Bay will come back to center. He's, He's not over getting his it. Head. That's going to go all the way to the wall. One run comes in. Rounding third. A second runner coming in. And he's going to all the way head to third base for a triple. Wow. Oh. Right, Almond. Almond with a three-bagger. Almost straight away center field over Bay's head and all the way to the wall. Warm up the fire trucks. Second extra base hit, third extra base hit of the season. And what a time to do it. Maybe they were right with the seven on the board there. I said it to about Teague Hoover seeing things in slow motion, Kevin. Maybe we're we're a little bit behind. The scoreboard (laughs) had a premonition that the Seals were going to score two more, and they did. 7-1 7-1 now is the official score. Lined up in the pitch. And that's a called strike on Ryan Reed. Yeah, Ryan got a fastball, and he didn't miss it. He smoked it over the center field. Had it all the way to the wall. Never stopped running. Stand-up triple. And that one fouled off down the third base side out of play. And that will go into the seating where the Seals fans are. And a race of Little Leaguers for the ball. <laughs> You can tell because they're all wearing their little league jerseys. <laughs> what a great memory for those guys, too. Hopefully Absolutely. they'll be here someday. Here's the pitch outside for a ball. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Five runs in in this big bottom of the fifth inning. Seals lead it 7-1 on eight hits. That's efficient. Runner on third right now. Wind up, had the pitch, and that one swung on. I think he might have gotten a piece of that one. It also went off the catcher's glove as well. And I think there's a change of catcher. No, nope, Manstrom Jello's still there. Yeah, catcher. he's still there. Sorry. He's about the only guy that stayed. <laughs> Reed at the plate. Ball hits in front of the plate. Will become a 2-2 count. Almond at third with a triple. Master Jello did a really nice job blocking that with the runner on third, keeping the, the base runner at third. And now the windup and the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, foul down the third base side. Ooh, third base coach should have had that one. That was off the arm. Yeah, Byler's claiming that it was it was the wrong arm. <laughs> oh, is that what it he's was? A, he's a lefty. He's so a he lefty. Went, he I went at you. it with the wrong hand, so... Yeah, it's a foul ball, Coach, so that doesn't count as an error. (laughs) Yeah, you heard a little bit of a groan from the fans there. (laughs) Reed now with a 2-2 count, two out. 
And Almond on third. Wind up of the pitch. Swung on. That one may have a chance. Nope, it's going to hang just enough for Champ to track it down in right field and end the bleeding for the Bobcats. But the Seals put five up in the bottom of the fifth inning and lead it 7-1 after five. This is Sealance Grove Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Aubrey Alexander Toyota is having a hail sale. These storms caused moderate to light damage to a number of vehicles. So I'm authorizing this event for you. So stop in and save on every vehicle on our lot. And no reasonable offer will be refused. Every unit is 100% fixable. Before we do that, I'm offering these units to you so you can save even more. So stop in today at Aubrey Alexander Toyota. It's a hail sale. And remember, tell them Johnny say it. This year, wherever your trip plans are, Susquehanna Valley Limousine wants to take you there. Without the traffic stress, parking, or worrying about the drive home, you could savor a wine and brew tour, rock out as you head to a concert, or tailgate in style as you go to a sporting event. Susquehanna Valley Limousine's fleet of air-conditioned vehicles gets you there in comfort and style. Call about summer packages and special pricing. Call 570-473-8833. Part of the Fun is getting there with Susquehanna Valley Limousine Northumberland. SVLimo.com 570-473-8833. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Top of the sixth inning at a 7-1 Sealands Grove lead. Seven runs, nine hits, no errors. Bobcats with one run, two hits, and four errors. Ziders to the plate now, and a swing and a miss for Manstringello. Started him off with a curveball. Good pitch by Blaze. Manstringello 0 for 2. Called uh, was uh, struck out his last time up. That one high for a ball, one and one. Another curve ball that uh, hung, fortunately, way high. Kevin, you were talking earlier about maybe getting a career as a plate painter. Yeah, yeah it's looking a little dirty. Yeah, I, I'm, the, my audition moment is coming. Yeah, here's the windup of the pitch, swung on and popped up. That's going to be right up to uh, Ziders, who does. Put it away for one out. That'll give us a chance to pause. Ten seconds for station identification. This is Sealand's Grove Seals Championship Baseball. Eagle 107. Classic Rock. We're WEGH, Northumberland, Sealand's Grove. Alec Berg to the plate now, the DH. Big out for Ziders. Get that, as that Donnie Leitzel from Chickalumi Baseball <laughs> used to say, get that leading lady. And with one out. And that one is smoked to center field, but right at Nyland in center, and that one is put away. I remember somebody in pregame, Kevin, talking about in baseball you can hit line drives right to people and you know, and, and it doesn't matter. You're an you're an oracle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have called me a lot of things. And <laughs> oracle might be as nice as it's ever gotten. So I'll take that. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> Two out now in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Seven to one. Sealands Grove leaning in and Ziders trying to put this inning away. And that one is a ball. Not by much. Yeah, good spot, but got him off the plate a little bit. Wind up, and here comes the pitch. That one in there for a called strike as Hansen might have gotten a take sign on that one because he did not look like he wanted to take that one at all. 
as he looked down the third base yeah, line. Yeah. Here's the pitch. Twitches on it, but a call, called for a ball makes it two to one now. Yeah, two and one. The large Sidlins Grove contingent is being a little more boisterous each inning here. <laughs> they are getting a little bit rowdier. Here's the two one swung on. Shown can't get it. Hoover now scoops it up, but he is not going to throw it to first. That'll be an infield single for Hanson. Great time to give up a single is with two outs. You betcha. Mason Rose now the pitcher, the relief, the reliever I should say, coming in the game. With two outs here in the top half of the sixth, we play seven. And Rose is flied out to left and flied out to center. Might as well fly out to right get the hat trick. That's what I was going to say, finish the outfield. Wind died down a little bit. Still blown out to right center, and that went inside for a ball. Runner on first, two out. Nothing wrong with missing inside. Again, you keep these guys off balance. Don't let them dig in. And I'll come back and throw some strikes. Hanson on first now, a two-out runner. That one held a long time by Metzger for a ball, and I think Ziders wanted that one a little bit. He was yeah, he was kind of looking that one down. 7-1, Seelands Grove leading here, top of the sixth inning. Fires it over to first, and back in time is Hanson. Or excuse me, uh, Hanson. Yeah, Hanson had the delayed steal, I believe. Um, what we couldn't couldn't tell if he ran right away or what he was yeah, doing, I, but he he got there easily. Yeah, he doesn't take a big lead. No, that went inside now for a three zero count. Insiders needs to settle back down and, and f- get back to focus here. Rose at the plate, three zero, and that one calls ball four. We'll bring up Michael Champ. So runners on first and second now with two out. And Champ coming to the plate. Oh, uh, one for two, singled in the second. And that will bring a visit to the mound. Seven to one after the five-run bottom of the fifth inning. Line for the Seals. One in the first, one in the third, five in the fifth. Well, the Bobcats won in the first to open the game, basically, and that's been it. One run, three hits, four errors. Seals with seven runs, nine hits, and no errors. The Bobcats have left four on base, and the Seals have left just two. Yeah, Coach Byler just trying to get plays back in his rhythm. Seems like yeah, all the adrenaline from that last inning that he's he's rushing himself a little bit. Got another change now. Austin Thompson is going to come in and run for Rose. So it'll be Hanson at second, Thompson at first, and Champ at the plate. And this will be a courtesy runner because Rose is now the pitcher. That is correct. Never a big fan of courtesy runners, by the way. Oh, I am. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Not that I get on base that often. As, but... a, as a pitcher at one point, I bet you did like that. Why not put the fastest kid on your team that's, that's not playing out on first base and put the big slow guy, let him go get a drink of water. Called strike on the outside corner. 0-1 with two out. Ziders with the 0-1 pitch. Swung on. Schoen sucks that one up. Tags He'll third. run to third and put that uh, put the runner out quickly. Unassisted on the single out. 
And that remains 7-1 Sealands Grove coming up in the bottom of the sixth. This is Sealands Grove Seals Baseball on Eagle 107. Everybody, everybody wants to be Everybody wants to be happy. Rita's in Sealand Grove is proud to offer you all of your favorite flavors of their famous Italian ice and frozen custard. And Rita's is also proud of the Sealand Grove Seals. Go Seals! Beat the Beaver Area Bobcats in today's PIAA Class Quad A Baseball Championship game. Be cool. Eat a Rita's. Make sure you visit Rita's on the Susquehanna Trail in Sealand Grove today and every day all summer long. Be cool. Go to Rita's. Be cool. Eat a Rita's. Dashing. Debonair. Elegant, classically handsome. That is what you will look like and feel like when you choose your event attire from Tony's Custom Tailor Shop. The best names are there. Pierre Cardin, Echo Unlimited, Oscar De La Renta, Perry Ellis, After Six, Christian Dior, Yves Saint Laurent, and more. Add in Tony's signature brand of customer service and attention to detail and you have the best kind of prom tux or suit experience ever. Tony's Custom Tailor Shop, 413 Market Street in Sunbury. And on Facebook too, call 570-286-4150. Most of the time in life, your side is winning. But sometimes life throws you a curveball. That's when you call on your teammates at Slovinsky Law Offices in Sealands Grove. They can give you expert advice and explain your legal options. For over 40 years, they've successfully represented individuals with family law, DUI, estate planning, and more. They care what happens to you. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slovinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575, or on the web at slivlaw.com. Good luck, Seal from Slavinsky Law Offices. 7-1, bottom of the sixth inning with the Seals at the plate. Evan Hoke with a swing and a miss for the first pitch of this bottom of the sixth inning. Leading it by six like a couple of more insurance runs just to keep things going. Rose uh, fires one high and fouled off by Hoke right into the fence in front of us. Good job by Rose getting ahead of the batter 0-2. Needs to make a, a nice pitch here, down and away preferably. Oak with an 0-2 count, and he will step out of the batter's box. The umpire will give him time. Yeah, Rose was shaking the catcher off a couple times, probably on purpose, probably going to come back with a fastball, trying to get in uh, Hoke's head a little bit. And he's doing it again, and here comes Rose. Outside, and Hoke looked at it for a second, took the bat off the shoulder. The umpire at first on the appeal says no swing. Yeah, breaking ball by Rose. It was a good spot, 0-2. He threw it down and away, and Hoke uh, watched it all the way. 7-1 our score, bottom of the sixth, and that one outside and low as well for a ball. Another good spot by Rose. I mean, it's a ball, but that's where you want to throw those 0-2 pitches, 1-2 pitches. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out. Lead-off batter, Hoke at the plate. Fouls that one off of himself. And that time, Rose came in high and tight to Hoke. Hoke battled it off, good piece of hitting, and another good pitch by Rose. That was off the bat, off his wrist, off the chest, nothing but net. <laughs> Oof, man, that hit a lot of body parts. Yeah. Fortunately, not overly hard. Evan's tough. Rose hits, uh, pitches it, swings it down now to third base to Petrella, fires it over to first, and the play <laughs> scooped up by Berg in the new first baseman for the out. Yeah, Berg did a nice job getting that short hop. And, uh, uh, again, that third base, they're, they're getting Sunday hops. They're getting those nice bounces. It never happened when I played third. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to correct that. That's Brandon Hansen now at third ah. in the massive changes. <laughs> and here comes Rose with one out, and he'll fire it in for Heim. Heim will foul it back off over our heads. 
They're getting closer to us, Kevin. That one actually sounded like it hit the roof of this box. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we're not too far from the top up here. Listen, the top at Medler Field is still a pretty good view. Mm-hmm. Here's the windup of the pitch. Outside corner called strike two. Rose, this inning is really hitting his spot. And Rose, normally a reliever, closer, coming in now after the big five-run fifth inning. Reaching for that one up the middle, trying to race it out as Heim, and he will have an infield single. Right over the head of Rose, over the second base bag into no man's land. Ben Heim had a tough pitch, just went with it, just enough to get it up the middle. Seeing eye single, great piece of hitting by Ben Heim. What's the, what's the line from uh, Bull Durham? Ground ball with eyes. Yes. <laughs> I tell you what, pitching against these seals would be very frustrating because they're not peppering the ball. <laughs> they're just putting it in play and finding gaps. Ten hits in the game after that one from Heim. That'll bring Nyland up at the plate. Pitch high, a little bit outside. That'll be a ball. And you have the number one test on the base pass for the seals. Uh, Heim is always in the thick of scoring runs. There's the windup and the pitch. That one looked like it might have been fouled yeah. off. Foul tip. That ball was really coming at you and then at us <laughs> at the same time. Uh, how did you see that when you dove under the table there, Kev? <laughs> Self-preservation, it's called. I'm at first base. 7-1 lead for Sealands Grove here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Swung on and missed. There's a stolen base in there, or attempted a steal. Throw him out for the double play. A great, great throw by Monstrangelo. Monstrangelo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had to look to see yeah, I, had to changes I was making sure. sure. I was like, is that still our boy behind the plate? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, he threw a strike. I had a decent jump, but Monstrangelo just threw a strike down. Uh, good aggressive base running by the Seals. Why not? And there's a swing by Nyland for strike number three. Or is it two? No, that's two. Sorry. That's two. Sorry. that the, the scoreboard a little bit behind, and then I lost track. So two outs with a 2-2 count. Deuces wild, I believe, is your and favorite Deuces expression. Deuces wild, the Vin Scully line, yep. Here's Rose to the plate, swung on and missed. That is strike three, and that will end the inning. So the Seals had an opportunity to add the lead, but still have a 7-1 lead in what could be the final half inning of baseball here in Class 4A. This is Seals Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Earth Energy Innovations congratulates the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team. The Cataldi family and everyone at Earth Energy Innovations is proud to sponsor your stunning Sealands Grove Seals and would like to remind you that just like the Seals, Earth Energy Innovations will take your home improvement projects from studs to stunning. We are the winning team to work on your indoor and outdoor projects or home improvements. Visit our website at earthenergyinnovations.com or call today at 570-898-8285. Go Seals! Beat those beaver bobcats! Everybody! Everybody wants to be and Seals Grove is proud to offer you all of your favorite flavors of their famous Italian ice and frozen custard. And Rita's is also proud of the Seals Grove Seals. Go Seals! Beat the Beaver Area Bobcats in today's PIAA Class Quad A Baseball Championship game. Be cool. Eat a Rita's. Make sure you visit Rita's on the Susquehanna Trail in Seals Grove today and every day all summer long. Be cool, go to Rita's. Be cool, eat a Rita's. 
Bella's Pizzeria, Rocco's Pizzeria, and Isabella's Fine Dining Sealands Grove congratulate the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team. The Napoli family wants to welcome your family to any of their fine restaurants in the Valley. Authentic Italian cuisine, homemade for each customer who passes through their doors. Please visit them, and as always, Go Seals! This could be the final half inning of baseball in 4A. The Seals, three outs away from a state championship. Metzger at, on the mound with a 7-1 lead. Petrella at the plate. Outside, corner called strike. Yeah, a good start by Blaze. Get this leading runners off to a great start. Here comes the windup in the 0-1 pitch. Off-speed pitch, outside corner, called strike two. Two pitches paid into the quarter, fastball, curveball. Finish him off. Ziders quickly going to the plate again. That one hits the plate and bounces over the head of Metzger and will be a ball. One and two now, the count, nobody out here in the top of the seventh inning. That was a good miss. I hear that a lot on the golf course. Good. <laughs> Yeah, usually on every drive I hit. And the pitch swung on, scooped up by Schoen. Schoen resets, fires across the diamond. Not in time. Beating it out was Petrella by about a half a step. Petrella got down the line pretty quick. Schoen took his time a little bit and didn't realize how fast Petrella was. Uh, well, it looked like he ended up double clutching that one a little bit. I, I thought he had it and then lost it, and then, as you said, took a little extra time in the process. Yeah, he had to kind of double clutch to, to get it. Ball was still spinning in his mitt, and Petrella, he got down the line in a hurry. So now Petrello, let's see, it looks like they might take him out. We may never know. Let's see. They do take him out. Number seven. And coming back, coming in now, Finch, James Finch, the sophomore. So the sophomore will come running at first base with nobody out and a 7-1 Sealands Grove lead. The line score, seven runs, ten hits, no errors. For the Bobcats, one run, four hits, four errors. Nobody out here in this top of the seventh inning. Ground ball to somebody is what the Seals need. Sophomore Braden Hansen right now at the plate. Middle of the infield, back deep, trying to turn two here. Siders outside corner, just misses for a ball. Shock playing behind the runner at first. Um, figuring no steal, down 7-1. to one. And ends timeout as the batter, Hansen steps out just as Ziders was starting his windup. Now we'll reset with a 1-0 count. Nobody out. Ziders looks over to the runner at first. Now from the stretch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Good fastball by Ziders. Siders looks around at his defense, checks the runner again. And that is a quick check of the runner. Now fires to the plate. Ball. Metzer thought about a snap throw to first as Shock comes sneaking in behind the runner, but no throw. Yeah, Wyatt popped up pretty quick there. Maybe maybe blocked the ump. It looked like a pretty good pitch. 
Two balls, one strike now, no outs here in the top of the seventh. Off-speed pitch. You're going to have to charge that one. Metzger bare hands it, fires the first. Not in time. So two infield singles have the Bobcats in business here in the top of the seventh. Great effort by by Siders. He went over towards third base, barehanded it, fired it over to Shock, who made a good good pick on it, but uh, base runner just beat it out. And Bobcats are in business here, two on in the top of the lineup coming up with the bat. Yeah, that's the this is the uh, this is what you didn't want to have happen no. with the big lead is get to the top of the lineup with nobody out and two on especially. So Finch is on second, Hanson on first, but Pontelli to the line. He has a single and he has scored a run. He scored the first run of the game. He'll square to bunt and he'll take it. They'll throw they got behind him. the runner oh. and he's just back. Finch just gets back as a great tag by Heim, or uh, excuse me, by Hoover, and they couldn't quite get to it. Runner on second fell down. Metzger saw it, fired a strike to second, just missed him. Tell you what, with Metzger behind the plate, you can't take a nap (laughs) if you're on the bases. Wyatt is well aware of what's going on. Bontoli at the plate, one ball, squares to bunt, that one high and outside. Two balls, no strikes, no outs. Yeah, Blaze's got to realize he's not butting here. He's just trying to get in his head a little bit, make him throw a, another ball here. Uh, show needs to just stay at third. He's not butting. Siders comes to the plate, called strike. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He was just looking at it and uh, faking it out, trying to get everybody out of position. Yeah, the, the Seals would gladly take it out for moving the runners. <laughs> and, and they have no intention. He's looking to get on base. Two balls, one strike. Here's the swing to second. Over to the short for one. No, can't hang on to it. And the ball's kicked into the shortstop spot originally. Hoover, Heim made a nice play on it. Flipped it to Hoover. Hoover just couldn't quite squeeze at the glove. Yeah, I think Teague was was worried about trying to get the double play because he knew uh, um, Pantalia was going to get down the base path in a hurry. And uh, he tried to get out of his glove in a hurry and uh, wasn't able to hold on to it. So now... I think we have a timeout for the for um, Hansen to adjust his socks. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Nevertheless, they call a timeout. The second base umpire comes out and says, "Okay, let's go." What fun would it be to go one, two, three in the last? No, inning? no, that takes no, all the fun. You got to you got to earn this right. a little bit. Let's load the bases with nobody out and see what we can do from there. Finch on third, Hansen on second, Pontelli on first. And at the plate, what was the starter, Jack Jansen, now the second baseman. Still 7-1 here in the bottom, excuse me, the top half of the seventh inning. Ziders trying to finish this one for a complete game. That one is a ball. Base is loaded. Nobody outsiders decide to go for the windup here. Uh, obviously feels more comfortable going windup here. Hopefully can throw some strikes and get some outs. And that one high for ball two. And the seal's not at uh, not cutting the run off as the run at third really doesn't mean a ton. Siders with a 2-0 pitch. Called strike. A little bit up, and uh, he got the call. Finch at third. Hansen at second. Pontelli at first. Jansen's at the plate with nobody out, and a 2-1 count makes it 3-1 now on the pitch outside. Zider showing a little bit of fatigue that, here, I think. I was just going to ask you, how long do you think he goes this, if his fatigue's showing? 
Here comes the pitch, and that's ball four, and they'll score a run. And I think that's going to do it. So Hanson now will move to third. Pontelli to second. And here comes Coach Byler, and here comes Ryan Reich right behind him. And that will set up a chance to close this one out. A nice round of applause for Ziders who pitched a game where he only gave up two runs on five hits, walked a couple. Ziders will go to first now, and Danny Schock will come out of the game. And now this will give the Seals a chance to bring in Reich, the freshman, 3-1 and one on the season. He has an ERA of 1.33, struck out 38, walked 18, has given up 9 runs, 21 hits in his 14 appearances and 31 in two-thirds innings. Ah, he's no longer a freshman this part yeah. of the year. Yeah. <laughs> when you get over 25 yeah. innings, yeah, you, you lose your freshman <laughs> status. He, he pitched in the semifinals of states. Now he's pitching in the finals of states. No pressure. Bases loaded. Nobody out. Yeah, right where, he, right where a closer wants to be. So if I have this correct, Hanson will be at third, Pontelli at second, Jansen's at, thir- at first, and Manstrangelo to the plate. That sounds about right, and tomorrow is pitching, and uh, <laughs> I don't know is on third. I don't know is on third. <laughs> no, that was earlier, I think. I, had, I don't know in the game. That was, that was when the Bobcats made their pitching change because the whole infield changed at that moment. So one run already in here at the top of the seventh inning, and that's been the first run since the top of the first inning. That's how well the Seals' defense and pitching has been. And, you know, we, you talked about it in the pregame with uh, Coach Byler. He feels good pitching can defeat good hitting, and it's done a pretty good job to this point. We need some good pitching for three more outs. And now, right, now you need to finish off that good pitching. Uh, and this kid for a freshman has, uh, for any high school pitcher, he's got good stuff. Throws the ball in the low 80s. He's got a decent curveball. Tough as nails. So Hansen is at third, Pontelli at second, Jansen as at first, and at the plate, Vince Manstrangelo, the 375 hitter, four home runs on the season. He has 11 extra base hits, leads the team in that category. All of them have been doubles. And I don't believe he has been on tonight. He is uh, Today he struck out once and flied out twice. Correct. Here's the windup and the pitch. Inside, four ball, makes him flinch just a little bit. Again, if you're going to miss, miss inside. Reich will fire. Oh. Hit him right on the helmet, and that'll score a run. So that one will score Hansen from third base. It'll put Pontelli on third, Jansen on second, and... Manstrangelo on first and now tighten it up to seven to three. Now we saw this moments ago. Uh, in, well, it's been a little longer than moments ago, but we saw this uh, with Souders, uh, Soudersburg coming in here earlier, or uh, Souderton coming in earlier in the uh, game prior to this when they were down about five runs going into the bottom of the sixth inning and ended up coming back and winning that one. A big rally for a, for a win. And, and it shows you just can't count anybody out at this level. 
Yeah, well, Beaver's here for a reason. They're a really good team, and there's no quitting these guys. Um, and you wouldn't expect them to quit. The Seals got to just settle down and and, and get some. Ryan's got to throw some strikes, and uh, people got to make some plays behind him. So Porto now, the sophomore, is the runner at first. So we reset with Pontelli at third, Jansen at second, Porto at first, and now the tying run coming to the plate with the with the first baseman, Alec Berg. So Berg with the bases loaded, nobody out. Inside and high, and Wright throws another ball. Yeah, once again, the adrenaline in him is is causing him to throw a little bit high. Needs to focus, control it a little bit better. Here's the pitch. High again, throw back to third. And back in time is Pontelli. And that's asking for a batter interference on that throw, but the batter did not move. Now, he didn't intentionally get in Metzger's way, so no call by the umpire. Two balls, no strikes, no outs. Bases loaded, tying run at the plate. Berg is the batter at the plate. Outside corner called strike. You can hear the fans right to left cheer. Yeah. <laughs> that's right before yeah. the pitch. Beaver fans to the left. After the pitch, Sealands Grove fans to the right. Wind up of the pitch, swinging a drive into center field. Backing up is Nyland. Sets up underneath it, makes the play. Here comes the runner from third. We'll keep the he runner will score, first. and the runner from second will advance as well. We got, a, got an out. <laughs> first out of the inning as Pontelli comes in to score. Jansen's will come to first, has come to third. And the pinch runner, Porto. Will end up staying at first base. Runners on the corner, one out. Now, ground ball right to one of the infielders, and let's get a double play to end this game. Zach Hansen, the senior left fielder. 7-4 after a three-run top of the seventh inning. Tying run once again at the plate. And Hansen, one out. Shows bunt high for a ball. Hanson one for two today with a walk and a, a single and a strikeout. Right at the stretch, or in the uh, stretch once again. He throws to the plate, again showing bunt, pulling back for a ball. Two balls, no strike, one out. Runners on the corners. Hanson in a dream position if you're a batter right now. And he will take for a called strike. Yeah, again, squaring the bunt, trying to get in uh, Reich's head, but Ryan threw a strike. He needs to find his spots here. Watching Jansen's closely at third. Here's the windup of the pitch. Outside, just a whisker. Three and one. Yeah, you can't let up here. He's still got to throw hard, throw a strike. Right, with an opportunity as this place is about ready to explode. Walked him. Bases loaded again. That'll put Hansen at first. Jansen's now at third, and Porto, the pinch runner, at second. And we have the tying run at first base. 
winning. Go-ahead run yep. coming to the plate. The potential uh, winning run, the definite go-ahead run by Mason Rose at the plate. And ironically, Rose was our relief pitcher for uh, the Bobcats. Yeah, Mason Rose 0 for 2 with a walk. Um, one of their better hitters of throughout the season. But, I mean, Ryan's just got to – he can't let – he can't – beat the seals by himself he's got to throw strikes and let his teammates make plays that's that's his number one priority is just get the ball across the plate seven to four seals lead it there you go called strike top of the seventh inning if the seals can close this one out giving up less than the next two runs it will be over here's the windup and the pitch outside for a ball yeah, fastball just missed outside. One ball, one strike, one out. Base is loaded. Here comes the pitch. Swung on. Down foul the ball. third base side. Foul. Yeah. He, it was a delayed foul call, but it was foul. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't, didn't hit it real hard. Uh, a three-bouncer down the line, and it was fouled by about three or four feet. More importantly, he's up ahead of the, the batter now. One and two. Now he can make a good pitch. Like in relief here in the top of the seventh inning. In a dream moment, no question, for the young pitcher. This is what you this is what you practice in the backyard if you're a reliever. <laughs> this opportunity to close it out in the state championship. There's a throwback to second. It goes into center. No, it's cut off quickly by Heim. Boy, that was almost disaster. They had the pickoff play. Uh, Reich was going from the mound, and it was a set play. The catcher put his glove down for this timing. Uh, right turn. He just threw a little high. They had him. Uh, he just threw it high, and uh, great job by Ben Heim backing it up so nobody advanced. Heim just gets to that ball before it hits the grass. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a run. Yes. One ball, two strikes, one out. Here's the windup of the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Huge pitch by Ryan Wright. And Mason Rose goes to the dugout, chattering. Uh, borderline outside pitch, but you know what? I always told the kids when I coached, don't trust the ump. That's right. If it's That's close, you got to swing. Uh, especially with that two-strike count. There um, we go. They can taste it now. Base is loaded. Michael Champ, the right fielder at the plate. Here's the pitch. High for a ball. Seven to four, two outs. Trying to end this and bring the first state championship back home to Sealands Grove. Wind up and the pitch. Swung on. Ground ball. Schoen's got it. Schoen fires it to first. Game game over. Over. State champion Sealands Grove Seals. The Seals hang on and win it 7-4 to four in the state championship. Time to run up the parade and get ready to hang another championship banner in the gym. What an unbelievable finish to an unbelievable season for these kids. No one expected these kids to do much of anything. Competitive, yes. Win the league title. Win the district title. Win a state playoff game. Here they are, Flag Day 2019 (laughs) state champions. What a great job by the kids. What a great job by the staff. First appearance for the Seals baseball team in the state championship. And they've done it. Seven to four. Seven runs. Ten hits. One error. To four runs. 
five hits and four errors, a valiant effort by the Bobcats in the top of the seventh inning, scoring three runs with the bases loaded, and the ground ball, Schoen tracks it down, fires it over to first, and puts it away. We'll wrap up this state championship for the Seals when we return. This is Sealands Grove Seals State Championship Baseball on Eagle 107. Great day for baseball. And it's perfect for new chicken and waffles. Just $6.99 at DQ Grill and Chill. Seals Baseball, Sealands Grove. That's right. Dairy Queen, Roots 1115, Sealands Grove. Anyway, grass is green, sunny day. How about a blizzard? Huh? Hey, chocolate lovers, hey, peanut butter lovers, try the new Reese's Peanut Butter and Chocolate Lovers Blizzard this month at DQ. Hey, the game? Before the game or after the game, Dairy Queen on the strip, Sealands Grove. The fans? All right. Dairy Queen, it's not just fast food, it's fan food. Boy. Hi, I'm Larry Johnson, president of the Bowen Agency Realtors. I really appreciate the feedback we get from our clients. I'm always humbled by how positive it is. Our Facebook and website are full of comments such as, My agent has been an absolute joy to work with. She is professional, yet made us feel like we've known her for a lifetime. And, as first-time homeowners, the Bowen Agency made the process painless, fun, and exciting. This makes all of us at the Bowen Agency Realtors feel great and even more committed to remaining your number one rated real estate agency in the Valley. If you need to buy, sell, or rent, or you're just browsing, check out BowenAgency.com. Or better yet, stop by and see us at Seals Grove, Lou. Burger Sunbury. We found our perfect place. We'll help you find yours. Aubrey Alexander Toyota is having a hail sale. These storms caused moderate to light damage to a number of vehicles. So I'm authorizing this event for you. So stop in and save on every vehicle on our lot. And no reasonable offer will be refused. Every unit is 100% fixable. Before we do that, I'm offering these units to you so you can save even more. So stop in today at Aubrey Alexander Toyota. It's a hail sale. And remember, tell them Johnny say I'm it. I'm a coal region girl, and I know my pierogies. Honestly, you have to try Fisher's Boston pierogies. Fisher's Boston pierogies in Shimokin are delicious, just like homemade because they are homemade. Some of their pierogi flavors include Philadelphia cheesesteak, sauerkraut, Mexican party, loaded baked potato. That one's my absolute fave. Or you can never go wrong with the traditional potato and cheese, just like my mom and grandma used to make. Fisher's Boston pierogies, Shimokin Street, Shimokin. Check out all Fisher's Boston pierogies has to offer on Facebook or at fishersboston.com. It's Blaze Alexander Ford's Hot Summer Sale. It's the biggest sale we've done in our 10-year history. Stop in and get discounts up to $16,000 on new F-150 trucks. That's 25%. Get into a brand new Ford Escape for as low as $17,977. We've got over 150 pre-owned starting at just $87 a month. Plus, we're giving away over $10,000 worth of prizes with our grand prize drawing on June 22nd with no purchase necessary. Get the most for your trade and the lowest interest rates at Blaze Alexander Ford's hot summer sale, the lowest price guaranteed. Dashing, debonair, elegant, classically handsome. That is what you will look like and feel like when you choose your event attire from Tony's Custom Tailor Shop. The best names are there. Pierre Cardin, Echo Unlimited, Oscar De La Renta, Perry Ellis, After Six, Christian Dior, Yves Saint Laurent, and more. Add in Tony's signature brand of customer service and attention to detail and you have the best kind of prom tux or suit experience ever. Tony's Custom Tailor Shop, 413 Market Street in Sunbury. And on Facebook too, call 570-286-4150. Do you have to wait several weeks or a few months for an appointment with a podiatrist? That's not the case at Bodmer Family Foot Care in downtown Sealands Grove. We can schedule you within a few days or just a couple of weeks. If you have pain due to an ingrown toenail, planter's wart, calluses, corns, or other problems such as difficulty trimming your toenails or heel pain, I can help. 
I'm Dr. David Bodmer, and I've been providing quality, compassionate care of the foot and ankle for over 20 years. Our office has off-street parking and is easily accessible to everyone. We offer a warm and friendly experience. Call us at 570-213-4200 or find us online. We promise you'll never be just a number to us. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Well, I think you can think of it this way. State championship number one for the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team. Yeah, I mean... There uh, could be some more. It is so hard. So many things have to happen right for this to all to happen. And and everything went, you know, the Seals way. They, they earned everything they got this year. Um, but just great effort by the whole team. This is a, a true team, Kevin. You know, they don't have the, the one superstar that carries them. They just, they gut it out. They make basic plays. And, you know, like I said, when they are having their big rally, they let other teams beat themselves, and that's exactly what happened today. Seven runs, ten hits, one error, the line for the Seals. That's one in the first, one in the third, five in the fifth. That was the decider. The Bobcats scored on the first batter who walked, stole a base, and then ended up scoring, and then didn't see home plate until the seventh inning when they scored three. The line, four runs, five hits, and four errors for the Bobcats, and they finished second this time around. But the Sealands Grove Seals baseball team pulling off what you might want to consider an upset with as young as they are. Yeah, I mean, when you look on paper, the Bobcats are loaded with seniors. The Seals have, you know, a sprinkling of freshmen and sophomores in the starting lineups, juniors, and, you know, three seniors started today, three seniors played, uh, and you never know. Yeah, it certainly looks good on paper. They're all coming back, but you ask anybody to to win a state title is just an unbelievable thing. Things have to just go your way um, from injuries to, you know, your, your pitchers being able to pitch and it's just an amazing run for these guys and, and well deserved the coaching staff you know i i coached some of those guys i coached with those guys and and they work their tails off they want what's best for the kids you, you, those guys are just you know you you talk to the coaches it's all about the kids all about the kids and they really believe that and what a, what a great job by the seals today and they're holding up that state championship trophy right now down the first base side and everybody has their hands on that one right now after getting the first place gold medals here in the state championship and uh well i think they were watching a little bit of the stanley cup along the way because everybody's getting a kiss on that trophy (laughs) oh yeah but why not you know my the last couple years of my teaching career it's gonna be nice walking by that trophy (laughs) well an outstanding job by the sealands grove seals we thank the coaching staff for the access over the last several days and uh, for the help in getting this broadcast set thank you so much for listening and especially thank you to the folks you've been hearing about in between innings they're a big part of why we are able to make the out here to Medler Field at Lebrano Park to be able to bring you this special broadcast. 
Ray, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Now you're stuck with me for an hour and a half on the ride back. <laughs> My pleasure, Kevin. It's, it's, it's going to be a really easy it's ride gonna be back a, now. It's going to be a fun ride home, and uh, you couldn't be more happier for these kids. You can't be more happier for the for the community in Sealands Grove, and you know, just a just a special day. These kids will remember this all their lives. Well, for Ray Moyer, I'm Kevin Hur, our studio producer, Rob Center. Thanks for joining us from Medler Field and Lebrano Park here in State College. The state champion, Sealands Grove Seals baseball team celebrating, and that official celebration will begin as soon as they return to the Grove. This has been Sealands Grove Seals baseball on Eagle 107. This has been a special broadcast of Seals baseball on Eagle 107. This PIAA 4A State Baseball Championship game has been sponsored by TC Sports, Isabella, Bella's Pizza, and Rocco's Pizza, Murray Motors Chevrolet, Susquehanna Valley Limousine, Island, DQ, Sillinsgrove VFW, Earth Energy Innovations, Carpetman, Bridget Gavison, Bowen Agency Realtors, Aubrey Alexander Toyota, Glicks, Tony's Custom Tailor Shop, Fisher's Boston Pierogies, Bodmer Family Foot Care, Bowen Agency Realtors, Blaze Alexander Ford, Applebee's, Amy Buner, Bowen Agency Realtors, Rita's Italian Ice, and Slavinsky Law Offices. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football starting again in August. WEGH Northumberland Sealands Grove, Eagle 107.